G'day and welcome to On The Esky A Sports Podcast, where we like to wrap up the week that was in sport, smash a few schooner matatas, that means no worries, <laughs> and talk some absolute dribble. Uh, on the menu for today's episode, 4-0, baby, 4-0. It was one wicket away from being 5-zip. Uh, did pick it, by the way, a little bit of rain in Sydney. Didn't put money on it. Uh, don't, don't like to win money. Uh, so the Aussies did win in Hobart in three days. They celebrated accordingly. A big bombshell, uh, the former... Uh, Test captain of India, Virat Kohli, has stepped down. We'll get stuck into that. NFL Super Wildcard Weekend has come and gone. There's eight left. We'll preview the divisional weekend coming up. Uh, The weeks that were in the round ball sports, the NBA, the APL. And it's that time of the year, boys. Everyone's interested in tennis for two weeks down under. (laughs) Uh, And we also have a massive UFC. Two title fights coming up. UFC 270. Please remember, we are live now. But if you're catching this later, we have timestamps down here. If you want to skip to the sports that you like, or if you complete Nuffy, watch all of it. Uh, please consider chucking us a subscription, even on the YouTube or a follow on the Instagram. One hundred eighty thousand boys. Thank you. One hundred eighty thousand on YouTube. Yes, two thirds did come off one video, but that's okay. Pete India to beat Australia more often at the Gabba. On my left, I'm the fastest research man in the Southern Hemisphere. Monkey Magic, how was your week? How are you going? Yeah, good, good week. Um, didn't really get up to too much. Didn't really have a chance to watch too much sports. Did catch a little bit of Australian Open. So, yeah, keen to get stuck into this week's podcast. You got your tennis expert hat on? I do, I yeah. do. I watched <laughs> two sets of a tennis match last night. Boom, and boom. Yeah, I now know everything about tennis. There you go, there you go. Unqualified opinion. That's us here <laughs> on the Esky. On my right. I've got the man whose house we are in at the moment. Sean, how are you, mate? How's yeah, your week? Very good, very good. Uh, lots of sport, as always, mostly NFL-related for me, and of course, yeah. a bit of cricket. Yes, 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 uh, yes. But we'll talk about more of that in a minute. Uh, how was your week, Peppy? Very good, very good. Uh, week on the tools here, down under, La Nina in full effect down here. Not as warm as we would expect uh, for this yeah. time in Australia, but luckily... There's a lot of spice to come on the esky. Uh, tonight, we will be shouting a beer, as we like to do, to kick off each episode, to uh, award or uh, you know pay homage to someone that did something extraordinary during the week or uh, you know just needs a beer. Uh, mine <laughs> will be going to Beth Mooney, Australian uh, women's cricketer, uh, was set to play in the uh, in the women's Ashes, which just kicked off. Uh, unfortunately, in the nets, she copped a bit of friendly fire and broke her jaw, poor thing. Um, so no uh, chewable food, I'd imagine. It'd be uh, through the straw for a little bit. Guess what you can get? Yep. Can drink through a straw. One of these bad boys. <laughs> Beth, you probably deserve it. Uh, good calories, good calories. Yeah, that's right. Good calories, uh, carb loading for the next Ashes. It'll be horrible <laughs> sitting, out, sitting out there and watching the girls go about it um, from the sidelines. That's with. It. With a broken jaw, um, maybe mm. someone needs to do it to us. <laughs> Tend to be a little, little bit overactive, overactive little little jaw. It'll help yeah. the pronunciation a little bit, maybe. Annunciation, annunciation. <laughs> uh, women's Ashes is underway. Uh, the Aussies had a win last night. Uh, I do believe it is three one days and a Test match Great. and one T Twenty in there, mm-hmm. something of that. Uh, speaking of green and gold and. Black, I guess. Yes, uh, that's the, the, the flag, flag colors. Flag the colors, flag yeah. colors. Flag colors. Just to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm talking about the Jamaican bobsled team. Some people say, you know, you can't believe Jamaica. We got a bobsled team. 
Uh, cool that's Runnings, the, the famous movie, 1988, Calgary Olympics. Uh, the yeah. tale of four men from the Caribbean going to minus 20 in Alberta. Guess what? <laughs> They're back, baby. They are back, and that's my shadow beer of the week. Um, so, yeah, as you said, Jamaican bobsled team has qualified for the Beijing Winter Olympics. Um, this is the first time that they've um, made it to the Winter Olympics for the um, four-person bobsled since 1998, um, which was... Uh, 1988. I mean. 19, no, 1998 oh, was made the last time. One. They made another oh. one. They, they made a few. Nagano. Yep, I'll bring it up now. So, yeah, Nagano back in Japan. Where was their movie? <laughs> <laughs> Where was Cool Runnings 2? <laughs> well, that would have been Cool Runnings 3. That would have been the trilogy there. Really? Yes. All right, run us through it. Run us through it. The all history right. of the Jamaican bobsled team. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know how... Um, the history of Betty White went the other week, so we'll go. We'll spend another fifteen minutes talking about Jamaican bobsled team, alive. and then we'll get into the geography. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so made their debut back in nineteen eighty-eight. Um, repeated back Look at that. Four yeah, in a row. four in a row, four in a row. Um, Ninety-two, yeah. ninety-four, and ninety-eight. That's it. Um, Do you know where they were off the top of your head? Because someone here does, and you're probably yeah. Right. Where, where were they? The first one was Calgary, the yep. Canada, the last one was in Japan. <laughs> uh, so 94, uh, and excuse me if the uh, pronunciation is no good here, uh, 92, 94. So they used to have the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics used to be in the same so, year. Yep. Yep. 94, mm. uh, I believe, was the first year that they split them up. Mm -hmm. uh, I think 94, we were in Norway, Lillehammer. Lillehammer, something like that. Yeah. And 92, 92 was France. And it escapes me. Was it LA? No, Atlanta. Los Angeles doesn't have too much. Uh, um, no, no. no. <laughs> was it the US? Was it US? I think it's in France. 92. It, it was in... Uh, 88. It was in France? Yeah. I forgot this right. Yeah, but... Oh. That, yeah, no, you got to go back here. Good podcasting, this. Yeah, great what? podcasting. Good Sorry. Good well, well, someone said he I knew it off by heart. How how it how it <laughs> what was 88? Calgary. was Calgary. Eighty-four was Los Angeles because it's summertime. Yeah, that was a good class. You can't really ski. <laughs> Anyways, we're off to a fun. I was thinking about here. Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, Anyways, uh, well, shout out to them. Uh, are they a chance yeah. or? Um, they get a cool probably, five. Probably cool runnings five. Probably as much of a chance as any of the other. Um, times they've made it to the Olympics. So I saw Ice Age is going around for like the seventh time. So. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> the shit that Fluff gets a go. Surely <laughs> fucking cool running five could be a go. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, uh, Winter Olympics coming up pretty soon. Start of Feb. A couple yeah. weeks. Yeah, so we'll keep mm -hmm. a keen eye on the Jamaican bobsled team. Let's go. Let's go. How about you, Sean? Sean so oh, for me, um, I'm going to shout out a dude that probably doesn't need any more beers. Uh, Nathan Lyon. <laughs> One more um, never hurt. Yeah, uh, never the, have not enough beer. Yeah, true, true. Uh, <laughs> so having bowled absolutely not a single ball, zero, zero balls in the entire test in Hobart, yeah. uh, he needed to get a session in. Um, so he was out about at the what was it the Hobart pub for oh till six a.m. in the morning. I think it was, it was in the hotel, hotel in the hotel, hotel, hotel. The hotel. Yeah. sitting up there. Yeah, getting moved on by the by the fires. Uh, 
Yes, yeah. Six a.m. Sitting still, up there with still full in kit. Yeah, with English captain <laughs> Joe Root and uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Anderson. Anderson as well. Forty years old, yeah. still going at six a.m. Yeah, shout out. So you know, a great Australian lad, of course. Uh, getting kicked out at six a.m. and then backing up a couple of hours later for the team lunch. Yeah, it's so, disgusting yeah. behaviour. Who would do that? <laughs> yes. Uh, so me, I wouldn't be there at six a.m. <laughs> <laughs> No, you'd be done by nine, passed out by that point. So yeah. go hard too early and then mm. fall asleep. Get a bit excited sometimes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so big shout out beer out to, to Nathan Lyon, who probably put away plenty mm-hmm. more than he did balls in that game. Uh, but my shout out beer goes to him for this week. Did you see he backed up and was leading uh, the, the songs against the Barmy <laughs> Army? Yes. And uh, a bit of classic uh, <laughs> banter. Yep. Uh, stand up if you're up. Four zip, mm-hmm. and he yep. was standing. He was standing, and, and I didn't see too many of the Barmy Army sit down, which was unusual. Uh, were, Anyways, they would have been giving it back and forth, but I think that gives a good segue into the mop beautiful, of the week for you. Becky. Beautiful, yeah. Uh, we like to hand out a mop uh, for general moppery. Uh, you know, some some behaviour that we don't really like. Uh, we like to shout a beer to someone that deserves it, and we like to give a mop to someone uh, that that deserves it. So this week's mop of the week is Graham Thorpe. Uh, it's mm. been. It's come out that the bloke there filming uh, the boys six a.m. snitching, if you will. Um, <laughs> it's for the lawyers. <laughs> it's for the lawyers. This is for the lawyers. This is for the lawyers. It's naming each person there. Yeah. Uh, when I saw that, I was like, "This is someone that's in." Like you know, you, your average punter that films people at six o'clock in the morning <laughs> is probably not going to name all uh, all five cricketers that were sitting there. Uh, so it, it was Graham Thorpe, who is an assistant coach of the yep. English. Apparently, yeah. it was. Smoking a cigar inside. Indoors, and, yeah. And yeah, possibly that's why the police were called. Max, do you have any uh, further on that? Yeah, yeah. So I think it all stemmed um, from that um, incident. So he was, I don't know what time in the morning you'd be smoking a cigar, but he was smoking a cigar inside the hotel. Considering he usually uh, cigars are reserved for the winners on this occasion. So <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, and it's also very well known that you're not allowed to smoke inside venues in Australia. So I'm assuming... Uh, Bar staff would have told him, okay, put it out, whatever. Mm. Didn't comply. Yep. Cops would have had to have been called for that sort of incident. Um, subsequent to that, they'd been moved outside. He was probably still smoking a cigar, sinking tins. Yeah. Um, and that's when, I guess, the videos come out when the fuzz came and ushered them all inside. Should point out that all the players were fine with it. They were happy to move inside. Yep. Um, yep. They were chatting on. with the cops and all that sort yep. of stuff. Um yep. Yeah, well, I don't know if they went to bed. Probably just went had and found a, some more beers somewhere yeah, else. Had a, sh- <laughs> had a quick shower, maybe, and then straight back out. Get rid of some of the beer sweats and then go straight back out with town. This is the most That's English it, yeah. story ever. Like, they, <laughs> love, they love to shit on their own, eat their own. The yeah. press has been going mad over there. It's the worst mm. English team that's ever toured Australia. Yada, yada, yada. Back in my day, we would have come here and got flogged by the 90s Australian team. <laughs> yeah. uh, <That's> it. <laughs> so it was it was from within their own camp. There you go. Yeah. Uh, the culprit has been found. Graham Thorpe, have That's yourself it. a mop yeah. for, for stitching up your own your own boys. That's it. I mean, you, you touched on it just then as well. Like, I suppose after the Ashes series, the whole public um, has been going about, oh, they should axe root and all that sort of stuff. Um, and Disagree. Yep, well, I suppose we'll get into that when we recap the um, series. Yep. The series, yeah. But um, English Cricket Board had started an investigation of this incident. Mm. Um, they found that Graham Thorpe was, um, I guess, the main party involved, and he's probably going to be one of the. He will probably be the first person to be axed. Scapegoat. Um, they're, they're not going to axe Jimmy Anderson or, or Joe Root. So yeah, he'll be the one that gets a slap on the wrist slash probably just 
chuffed on to move along. 100 tests at averaging 45 is a pretty handy stick back in his day. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's what you get if you dog the boys. I guess. <laughs> that's it. Well, if I go to his um, ESPN Crick Info. Like if you um, did, honestly, if you didn't take the video and share it with whoever shared it and then shared it with everyone else, mm. uh, there's no evidence. <laughs> and the boys just got moved on and no one knows about it. Yeah, so. non-issue. <laughs> Um, so the first sentence of his bio on Crick Info, if I just read this out real quick, mm. from his cricketing days. During the winter of 2000-2001, Graham Thorpe established himself as the most complete English batsman since the Gooch Gower era. That was like the early 90s. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well done. Most established fuckwit in, <laughs> in 2022. Uh, have yourself a mop, Graham, uh, and we'll move forward. Um, again, yeah, England launching an investigation to the boys having a few beers after a long series away. Mm -hmm. And quite famously, um, after the T20 World Cup, they were both sides, I suppose England had a few extra days off, (laughs) 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 they were on the flight together and uh, the Aussies didn't get to really celebrate. Uh, Also, another caveat on top of that, uh, Lion uh, Head weren't there. uh, Kerry was there. Anyways, tidbits. Uh, mm. Ashes, let's, Ashes. Talk, let's talk some actual cricket. Four yeah. zip, four zip. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Grade Cricketer, uh, a good cricketing podcast. Uh, they had termed, uh, coined the term four point nine to zero. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, one one good. wicket away yeah. from a five zip sweep. Um, yeah, we spoke about it just before. Uh, you know, the English press going mad. Uh, probably the worst touring side that we've ever seen over mm. here. A little bit hard done by old. I don't, Joe not sure Root. if it was the worst touring side, but if they had. Well, they didn't lose ta- five mil, and they did. Yeah, they yeah. did two series. Ta- talent wise, I think yeah. they've got talent there, and they've got a few young guys. They still need to work through into the squad that they tried late. But you know, the result it was probably the worst result they've ever had down here. Yeah. So. Well, it, well, it wasn't. It's statistically yeah. they've been swept well, down here five yeah. zero. So it's yeah. it wasn't no. the worst result. It was one wicket away from yeah. being tied. Worst result. It's probably. The result was probably just subsequent to they've played almost or at least 12 months away from home, little to no break, with, within the COVID era. Like, they're probably just tired. Yeah. yeah. Mm, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, they need it. Outside of like, – I, I was saying I feel sorry for Joe Root, boys. I feel oh, sorry yeah. for him. Well, like, yeah, he didn't have the series that he was probably after. He's still top scored for him coming mm. off a record year. He needs some blokes to show a bit. We saw a bit out of Zach Crawley the last few games. Yeah, uh, you know he, he looks like he, he might be a pretty handy Test cricketer. He's got a two hundred and fifty odd against Pakistan, so obviously can do it. Uh, but yeah. yeah, just outside of root in that top six, Stokes coming back obviously from that yeah. long and break. was banged up for the last two Test matches. Uh, Bearstow very good, obviously in Sydney. Of course, missing Arch is probably a big one for yeah, someone well, yeah, not that's down right. here. Yeah, jo- Joffre, uh, you know, would it have changed the series for four games? Probably not. Yeah, probably not. and their bowlers aren't to blame. No, they they bowled well and. You know, next time they come down here, it's probably no Broad or Jimmy Anderson. You wouldn't you, think so. No. You wouldn't think no, so, no. no. So, but they've got some young guys there. Like, like Wood looks really good. He's got Wood, yeah, he Wood actually looks really yeah. good. Especially yeah. down here where that extra bit of pace, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is, is needed and warranted. Yeah, yeah maybe when they Wilkes come. and Robinson probably needed a bit more. Like, it was good to see. Yeah, he didn't see it a heap out better of I, I quite liked Robinson. If Robinson yeah. could find four or five Ks extra pace... Uh, he, you know, he, he, he moves the ball around. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think he did himself a disservice this tour. Yep. Colin Funky Miller can bowl off spin too. Andrew Simons used to bowl a bit of meds <laughs> followed up by offies. Uh, don't mind that. But, yeah, didn't didn't see probably Chris Wokes' best. Um, no. 
Mm. And what do you do? What do you do? You, and you, not, you, no legitimate spinner has probably hurt them a little bit too. And Jack especially H. the overrate. He's still well. on a hat trick. He's still <laughs> waiting. He's still waiting. True. Um, <laughs> Can't get one over games apparently. Uh, no. It's only over innings. Yes. Anyways, yeah. let's look at the actual test itself. Uh, we were watching uh, the first session unfold mm-hmm. uh, last week. And look, we, we talk about, you know, is, is this a horrible English slide? Yada, yada, yada. Don't forget, boys, it was a week ago tonight or mm. earlier this afternoon, a mm. week ago that we were three mm-hmm. for 20 on a green deck that looked yep. absolutely unplayable. Travis Head, he got, he got player of the series, boys. He probably won us two tests. Yep. He probably won us two tests because he comes out at three for 20 and just goes, oh, yeah, or well, I'll score a... Uh, you know, a, a ton, stri- <laughs> a, a ton <laughs> striking at ninety when we're in the absolute shit on something that looked absolutely unplayable. And in Brisbane, we're in it not quite up shit creek, but in a similar circumstance as well. When he came out and scored that uh, awesome hundred and fifty, yeah, needed someone uh, to steady at that point, and he came out and not only steadied but put on decent runs too. Good uh, to see Cam Green amongst the runs. Yeah, showed a lot with the ball this series. Needed some runs. Uh, good to see him there with seventy. Have you seen the picture of him with the other batsman? So big. <laughs> yes, so, she's so huge. Big. The others like have the exact same average of height. Just mm. draw a line over, and then yeah, Cam Green's yeah. a foot taller than the rest of them. So he's I, he's tall. He bowls wheels. He's twenty two. He's cute. Uh, he's going to play a lot of Test cricket, isn't he? It, it, he's like with the ball, he's ferocious. We saw him, you know, and we're glad that David Milan mm. was okay in mm. the next innings. He's a, a six that can bowl one hundred and forty five and take your head off, yep. and averages fifty in first class cricket down here. So he's going to play a lot of Test cricket, isn't he? Right. Yeah, I agree. So I was I was going to ask you a question on Cam Green. Do you think he needs to go one or the other way in the order? Because I think no. his size is probably going to limit him from moving up as a more batsman. So do you think he should probably focus more on his bowling and potentially go in a four? Or do you think just stick with what he is as on um, both and not specialise, but specialise in being a all-rounder? I think he's a genuine six. I think he's a genuine six. He's he's doesn't have that elusive test ton, but we've seen what he can do uh, in first class cricket down here. Uh, excels with the with the stick. Um, you know, it, it, it's only a matter of time, I think, till he has has a test ton. And uh, yeah. and we, we speak about two different summers. Last year, you know, was out there scoring a few runs, not getting a big, you know, not much of a chance with the ball in hand. And this summer, absolutely killed it with the ball in hand. Had Joe yeah. Root's number. I think he got him oh, on yeah. three occasions. Um, you know, chopping in uh, to, to give relief. Uh, he was so good that Nathan Lyon yep. didn't need to bowl on this green top down yep. in Hobart. No, I, th- I don't think he needs to go up or down the order. I think he's a genuine six. And uh, yep. he's 22, boys. Mm. You know, like, you, you think of test cricketers. You think of, say, Mike Hussey debuted at 31. You, you think of this, this game where you often develop quite... You know, your late twenties like, like, is kind of when you want to. It's not like it's not like it's not like soccer. It's not like Aussie rules football where yeah. you can be 18, 19 and out there running around. Yeah. You know, with the best of them. Shout out to Sam Walsh, uh, doing yeah. good things for for Carlton. You know, uh, as a teenager, uh, might have just turned twenty actually. Um, but it, it, cricket, it's one of those games where you tend to develop a little bit later. This well, it's it's this technique. Bloke's, this bloke's twenty two, and most of your technique you get from long repetition. So yeah, yeah. it makes more sense. So I, I, I personally always lean to more of the bring the young talent in and try and build them for a long term so they kind of mould them in the way you want, mm. which has always been my push of like, don't ever push, put Miss March back in there because he, he's not as, like, yes, he's great on the white ball with the batting, but his bowling's just not the same sort of level as Cam Green. No. So I think Cam Green long term is going to offer you more and more and more places. So like and more of 
uh, broader spectrum of what he can actually do in your team. So, yeah, yeah I think just leave him in there and just even if he's struggling, just let him toil away and learn because he'll improve. Send him to the South Continent. Um, so, he, you know, he might not make any runs or take any wickets, but who cares? He learned. In a what? couple of years, he would have learned how to play in those conditions and then, you know, you've got you know, a limited six is going to be there for 15 um Let's say, let's say 15 years. I want to put 20. Yeah, <laughs> but hey. Fucking 280 <laughs> tests. Exactly. He could long. be one of the longest serving Australian cricketers at that point. It's interesting because we do have nine test matches coming up uh, in, in Asia. Uh, will his role be so pronounced over there or will he need to take a back seat over there? But yeah. Yeah, I, hope, I honestly think because I don't think he's done a tour over there yet. No, no, no. So I wouldn't surprise me if he struggles mightily. We'll see what but happens. I think it's worth it's a, a, a worthful lesson to do that because what you gain long term is that potentially he learns how to play on those on those pitches. I think he he will need to step up a little bit more probably with the bat over there. Correct. Um, but yeah, awesome, awesome to see what he can do. Uh, an interesting series down here that did suit the bowlers. We aren't so used to seeing uh, you know down here normally roads, uh, mm-hmm. plenty mm-hmm. of runs. Uh, England didn't make over 300. I think we made 400 twice in in the series. Uh, We saw Steve Smith uh, struggle a little bit. Um, But the bowlers, Scott Boland, he was was the sixth in line, right? So Hazelwood goes down (laughs) with a side strain. We bring in Jai Richardson and Michael Nisa. Or Cummins, yep. Yep, uh, Cummins, yeah, has the has the COVID close the contact. Flu. Yep, uh, and then Nisa and Richardson, Richardson play, uh, plays well, has a five for. They sit out. They bring in Scott Boland, horses for courses, uh, MCG. People are questioning it. Oh, you know, has has he done his mm. done his time? Is he <laughs> does he deserve to be there? Uh, yeah, guess what? He has. He took eighteen wickets in the series at an average yep. of nine point five, uh, the lowest average ever for someone to take double digit uh, tests. Wickets and uh, and Paddy Cummins had himself a pretty uh, well. All no, Paddy, the, Paddy all, is Paddy's going Paddy and Stark. What twenty three <laughs> wickets? I think across his four. Yeah, at, at about eighteen, yeah. and Stark uh, had had poles at about twenty five and pretty mm. handy with the bat. Nathan Lyon, as well, didn't didn't even need a bowl <laughs> in Hobart, <laughs> and he still had I think sixteen at about twenty three. So. Yeah. A really good series for the bowlers. So, question for you. It came from Manesh. Uh, what do we do with Scotty Boland and Hazelwood? Hazelwood has to come back in, I think. I think. You can't. Scott Boland stays in this squad now. Has to. Yes. Has, yeah. has to. So, the but nine tests, like, the, he'll be in the. Can you bring up Josh Hazelwood, please? ICC rankings. I, I assume he, they, I'm, I'm assume pretty sure he's top six across all three mm-hmm. formats. It might be. Two, four, six, but mm-hmm. you, you're not. You can't drop Josh Hazelwood. You would, you would, you would think they want to, um, you know, show a little bit of loyalty. He's been done, done a job from. He need, he needs to go. He needs to go overseas. Yeah. Be in that touring mm-hmm. squad, and if someone, or, or if they want to rotate, you know, little cricket Australia rotation policy, mm-hmm. uh, yada yada. Uh, yeah, but. Uh, and this is I like obviously you know the Scott Boland memes all the Scott Boland <laughs> you love the, the Scott Boland Scott Boland you know he the, makes the, the hairs he makes the hair stick up on the back of your arm you know all you want your missus to whisper in your ear is Scott Boland you know men go to sleep and who are they thinking about no they're not thinking about some <laughs> sexy chick don't worry about it they're thinking about Scott, Scott Boland. Boland all the memes that come out of it awesome. He needs to go away in that in those touring squads, yeah. but Hazelwood has to come has to come back in, and mm. uh, you know, hate to give Warney a platform. He was on Mitch Stark's case before 
this, you know, oh, you know, there's maybe more consistent guys out mm. there, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Maybe in those flatter decks over there in um in the subcontinent, maybe you want someone who's a bit more line and length. But True. but Stark, but Starkey was very impressive with the ball this series. Oh. Yeah, and Starkey adds a different element that none of the other ones can. Yeah, as well. Yeah, so he can fucking kill you. Yeah, he's like, a firebrand. He's <laughs> like, yeah, like 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 Scotty Boland is going to bowl on length, edge ball, McGrath esque. Yes, as per Hazelwood, uh, you know, just put it on on the car keys, on the car keys. Yep. Fifth stump, sneaky up, sneaky up. See you later. Terrorize a whole nation. Um, but yeah, I think you need that Stark. You yeah. Know, yeah. In 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 um in your in your uh, in your bowling lineup, Monks, did you did you get? Uh, Josh Hazelwood, please. I'm pretty sure he's yes. top six, is he, across all formats? Yeah, so top two in ODIs. So, so he's, second. He's second Sorry, behind yeah. Trent Bolt. Um, in T20s, he is sixth ranked. Mm-hmm. And then in tests, he is eighth ranked. Oh, top eight, top eight. Miss Goosey, yeah. Miss Goosey. And that may have changed uh, with him having that side strain. We've got James Anderson, two ICC points ahead, and Tim Southie, uh, seven points ahead there. So, well, I'd think for the the nine tests, they're going to need to rotate some of the bowlers over yeah. there. Plus, they're probably going to take what a squad of anywhere from fifteen to twenty, I'd say, uh, since it is a long, long tour across many places, and they're going to. And it may not be the same yeah. squad for each. No, for yeah, each one. Either. But yeah, Scotty Bowen, I uh, hope your passports are up to date because you need to be on the plane. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's what I, I definitely said we do it and. You know, the, the battles, um, the horses for courses maybe a little bit there and then pick between Josh and, and Scott because um, they are that very similar Mitch. type of bowler. Yep. Yeah, and you, maybe occasionally Mitch depending on what sort of road they're playing on. If it's there's no, you know, variable kind of bounce or, or, or potential use of the seam or anything like that. Yeah, I'm just, just stick with line. I'm just hoping to see a bit more test cricket for us Australians. Uh, yeah. Really starved of it in the two in series the, in, in two t- years. Yeah, in 2021, yeah. Uh, we saw the ICC uh, best eleven come out from 2021. Manus Shane, the only Australian to make it. We did play six tests in 2021 compared to 14 ish for England and India. Yep. Um, so yeah, just looking hopefully forward to. Seeing a lot of Test cricket and and the return to Pakistan, uh, that you know the the people of Pakistan they're missing Test cricket. Yeah, well, um, yeah. I think there was hopefully a, all of that goes ahead and uh, and goes to plan. Yeah, well, we'll get into New Zealand and having issues getting into there, but it looks like there was another bomb blast in Pakistan, so that doesn't uh, doesn't bode well. No, yeah. it doesn't bode well. But I, I suppose what do you do? do cricket you, Australia is not real keen on sending any of these guys anywhere at the moment. <laughs> so yeah, 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 it'll be hard to see where they go. I, I just want to. Hopefully they can get some subcontinent tests cricket in at least. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. Um, I'm not too worried so much about the white ball format, but it's yeah, it's we still the more cricket is better than uh, than no cricket. Indeed, indeed. Definitely. Let's just wrap up the end of Hobart. Yep. Um, so 303 we made uh, off the back of that great Travis Head ton. Uh, England skittled for 188. Uh, so, so a little bit of the tail wagging there. Sam Billings on debut. What do we think, boys? Do you think they'll stick with him going forward? Josh Butler, a very accomplished white ball cricketer, but didn't have the best series down here. What do you think they do? They're, they've got a lot of options, uh, you know, for someone to go behind the gloves. They could they could not play Billings or Butler and have Bairstow keep. Uh, Ollie Pope can keep. Yep. What do they do going forward? Uh, depends on what you want to do long term, maybe. Billings, Billings, Billings is the youngest. Young, Pope is young. Bairstow's getting on. Butler's getting on. on. Yeah, and Butler's kind of specialised in one format and hasn't really transitioned 
uh, or translated uh, enough into, into the Red, into the yeah. red Bull. So and, and no one's question. He's white. Like when sometimes when you watch Josh Butler play T Twenty quick cricket, you're like, yeah. you are one of the cleanest strikers of the ball in the world. Mm-hmm. You do wonder why it's not translating, I suppose, into the Red Bull format. Mental. It's probably yeah, uh, yeah, 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 possibly. It, it's a different, you know, it's a different style. Like we, do, it's a different game, different style. Yeah, so yeah. It's, we it's, like to say on the esky, it's sometimes it's different sport. Just yes, about. Yeah, it, it's a different it's just about different sport. So yeah, maybe Sam Billings. Like yes, maybe again another guy that might struggle for a year or two. But you're trying to retool um, this team for you know the next Ashes maybe done under in a couple of years, and you know it's three, it's a three or four years away is what you're trying to focus on. Get your county cricket system. Pumping, getting the guys out. Um, let's let's get into let's it. go. Uh, let's not go so far ahead. The next Ashes in England, two years away. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, pretty embarrassing showing for the Poms. How do we see them going on their home turf coming up in the next Ashes? You'd imagine Broad and Anderson probably won't be there. Mm, broad maybe because he'd be thirty six. So I th- I think that's. Possible. I don't think Jimmy what he'd be thirty. He's forty, I think. Is he be forty? He's, he's thirty eight now, so he'd be forty. Yeah. So I think he's four, I'm pretty sure he's nearly forty now. Check yeah. that out. No, Jimmy, Jimmy Anderson definitely not. Broad maybe. Yep. At a pinch, but you'd hopefully want Archer going. You know, yeah, firing that, yeah, then and, at the and, point. And you want Broad to. And we need a healthy Archer. We've, yeah. we've seen what he can do. Yeah. With Wood, Wood works in thirty nine. He's he's be forty 41. in July. He'd be forty. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think so. Tell you what, I uh, I bowl about ninety five k's per hour, and I don't try to bowl spin, and my body feels like it's about fifty nine. So congratulations to Jimmy Anderson, hey, well, thirty nine years sub- old, sublime yeah. athlete. He's out to six am with Nathan. Ryan, <laughs> That's so. right, yeah, so partying he, with the guy, partying he, with he, the guy. He can, he can, he can the most wickets out of any fast bowler of all time. Obviously, uh, an absolute weapon under the English conditions. Never really. Mm. Really dominated down under, but um, you know, one of the most accomplished fast bowlers of all time, and can yeah. and can have a beer with the boys as he's in the morning. <laughs> so that definitely bodes well in our books. Yeah, so definitely. If that was, so my point being, I think you're probably trying to retool for that. You probably still have Joe Root as captain that by that point. Yeah. Um, yep. But what do we think about all this Joe Root poor captain? Yada yada. We touched on it last yeah, week. Yeah. It's got, noise, isn't it? You've got another no other options. Who yeah. else? There's no other options. I think you're trying to build, like, who's that guy? Is it going to be um, – is it Ollie Pope? No. Yeah, Ollie Pope. Is it Ollie yeah. Pope? Like, he, he's kind of the, the anointed one yeah. going forward, I guess. He's 23 mm. years old. They, I think he captained England uh, at a under-19s level. Um, but, yeah, who else? Who else outside of Jay Root? Yeah. So yeah. You've, currently no one. So that's the thing. You're trying to retool, build that, guys. Maybe with the next Ashes is too soon for that point. Well, I'm thinking like three well, years. You'd want to do then, it quickly, though. Well, Ollie, Ollie Pope's 26 by that point. I think yeah. that's that. You know, later 20s is oh, where of, where the English yeah, team no, yeah. will kind of come together and hopefully be a, a better unit than for, they are for now. the foreseeable future. It has to be root. Yes, it, yes, it has, it has to be. And any of this, you know, he's responsible for their capitulation down here. Ah, uh, no, he's <laughs> coming off one of the best calendar years. Ever. He's got a sore back, bro. Like, he's been carrying them. From from carrying them. Yeah. Could they have made a few, you know, could he have made a few better uh, captaincy decisions? Sure. So, so could it, so, you know, anyone can be better. He's he's the man for the job going forward. 100%. What do they say the difference between uh, an egg and a root is? What? 
You can beat an egg, but you can't beat a root. <laughs> he, he's the man going forward, boys. He's the man going forward. Uh, terrible. Uh, Before you do again to wrap up Hobart, to wrap yeah, up, wrap Hobart. up, yeah, finish up Hobart. Uh, so, so we went, we went back out, and England shown a little bit of fight. Actually, the, the day two yeah. probably belonged to to England, maybe even. Most of day three. Mm. This is a three this day is, test. This is what way, makes me it? feel three day test. Yep. Yeah, this is what makes me feel the next series in England will bode a lot better than how they did here in Australia. Of course, of course. But um, we, we but we spoke about it last week. Play to the conditions. We when we <laughs> yeah. go over there, it's it's competitive. You know, we it was a split series last time. We retained the Ashes two two and two. Ben Stokes mm. essentially. Uh, you know, saved them in, in Headingley. Uh, the the series before, you know, we're competitive. We go over there, but when we lose, we lose 3-1 or we lose, you know, it, it's close. It's close. Mm. Uh, when they come down here and they get absolutely pasted, you think, geez, what's going on? Like it's, mm. it kind of, maybe for the neutral viewer, it's, it's maybe boring. It's so one-sided that it, that it loses its, its allure. Yeah. Well, you want competitive cricket. So that's, that's what we tune in. That's what we tune in to watch. Mm. So, yeah, you know, a three day we we, we gave India and England ship for a three day test over there. So to pull one out of ourselves, and, we, and they they did their best to to uh, to make a deck that was most conducive to English uh, English skill <laughs> in in a nice green top. It was cool. It was overcast the whole time. Yeah. We, we speak about Hobart being, uh, you know, Newcastle down under, if you will, Newcastle upon mm-hmm. Hobart. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Not that they play test cricket in Newcastle. But I don't know where that uh, you, you can see, came from. You can still see that our top order still struggled in those conditions. Yeah, so. well, well, we spoke about Smith. Uh, Warner had a great start to the series, got a pair in this one. Uh, I think he made three and not much in yep. in uh, in Sydney. Um, so, yeah, we, we saw it was tough going out there. Uh, and, and, again, that probably uh, – it, it, it speaks volumes to how good Travis Head's innings was, um, you know, to essentially Agreed. win us this test match. Uh, yeah. So – the the Poms they went out there and they start. I think that was none for sixty eight. Were they not with Zach Crawley yep. and Rory Burns? I'll tell you what, and Rory, scoring well is so oh, like. Crawley. And we, we we did just allude to it. Crawley looks pretty good. He looks yeah. pretty good. I think he he needs to play a fair bit more Test cricket. He's a big dude for is batsman with some skill. Um, <laughs> we saw Rory Burns. He'd had the you know the top knot, the yeah. kind of ponytail. He was rocking that. And he goes, yeah. nah, fuck it, last test, hair down. Yeah. Uh, they, were, they were saying he looked like John Bon Jovi on, uh, on ABC Grandstand here. Oh, halfway there. He was halfway to, to 50. Uh, so well done, Rory Burns. Uh, very, quite unlucky. Tried to late leave and yeah. just got his bottom yeah. edge uh, off, off Cam Green. Cam Green, the chopped on king. He got a few uh, in, in Hobart. Uh, and then... How else can you describe this? Capitulation, collapse, um, wanting to yeah. go home, wanting to go to the pub. Um, you know, don't have to play two days of cricket. Can classic, classic in um, England. So they, you know, they yeah, capitulated. I tell you, I, I, and I've got it there, boys. At none for sixty-eight, chasing two, what was two hundred and seventy odd? Were we yeah. worried? I was. I, I was fucking. Yeah. I texted. I texted. Shout out to Andrew Burns, <laughs> friend of the Esky. He said. It's England, don't worry. Nothing to be worried about. Oh, that, fucking shit myself. That, 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 that was, oh, that was my thoughts. That was my thoughts. It's, yeah. it's England. It's like, still no. a long way to go. They've got to make another 200. It's doable. Like, you start thinking it's doable. Yeah, it was, it, they've got doable. three days worth of cricket. They, well, they it wasn't going to be a draw at that point, was it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, two days in a session, but yeah, yeah. round up yeah. three, no worries. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, 
it was really hammered in the English press. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 kind of rolling over the the waving of the white flag. Uh, you know what. When we got into that kind of middle order, they were talking a lot about Sam Billings, you know, just chipping one to mid on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just Wood, Wood and, and Robinson just just get surrendering, giving up their wicket. Mm. Uh, but, yeah. but also, what do you do in that circumstance? You're down here. You've been away from your family for so long. You're facing... You're in Hobart. Like, you're facing... <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with Hobart. <laughs> Shout out to them getting their first Ashes test. What, what else? Is, what are you going to go out and for two days and, and save save the game, you may as well go out swinging. Uh, true, but then also you potentially could win a test match. So you don't want to be throwing the bat away and giving your wicket away. When, you, when you're eight down and you're tail ender and you're facing oh, your yeah. boy Cummins and yeah, bowling. By, uh, the, by that point, you're just like, fuck it. Just, yeah, if you, yeah. you, you know. Broad, it did, it broad did look a little rolls. bit of like a rollover. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, let's, we're, we're done. We're not we're not scoring 200 runs between us. And, so. and full disclosure, this is coming from a man who plays Sunday social cricket and our team got dismissed for 64 last yes. time we played. That's the team, <laughs> uh, not the opening punish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, that's the Ashes, boys. We spoke about the celebrations. The boys had a bit of fun. Yep. Don't mind it. Don't nah, mind it. Uh, what? There was a noise complaint. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Out of all yeah. the shit that goes in, on in the world in 2022, in any year, really. In yeah. fact, it's arguably better. It's arguably better. They weren't out there. They did. They weren't Genghis Khaning going out and raping and pillaging, were they? <laughs> <laughs> were they? <laughs> they were having a few uh, beers Reno, after winning Genghis. the Ashes. Uh, yeah. Uh, another great world leader. Mm, yes. Debate. debate. <laughs> <laughs> White ball boys. Uh, I tell you what. Before we get jumping into that, Monks, do you want to close it down and get a score in the oh, South Africa and India India game? Yeah, yeah they're yeah. playing yes. uh, second ODI. Yeah. I believe India's had a bit of a collapse. Is what the lads well, started, chat in chat have been well. saying. They started so well. They did look. They looked like they're on oh, top. Two for seventy ones. Hardly, hardly a collapse. Uh, we got Punt and Kale Rahul is still Punt at the helm. Is Punt usually bat like no? He's been four? he's been promoted. I think Punt yeah. normally bats six. The bat just said was, Punt don't give a fuck. Just go out there. I think Coley had a Coley soft. Got, yeah, Coley must have gone. Uh, oh, that's pretty bad. And they let that away. Oh, fried mm. him. Oh, jeez. But he didn't. They didn't get him out. Oh, overthrows. The, that looked like the BCCI oh, yeah. frying Coley this week. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> yeah. um, speaking of of getting fried, the New Zealand government they. Do not give a fuck them, the um, Separatist Republic of Western Australia. Uh, <laughs> that's about it, I guess. Well, Mark McGowan, yeah. um, oh, I thought he could potentially be a mop this week, keeping his border I closed. I suppose yeah, it, was, it wasn't directly related to sports. We like to keep it about sports. Uh, Scorchers were happy, but... Less about Where, politics. Did you see Josh, Josh Inglis? Yeah, yep. Josh Inglis is getting Just stuck in a whim on Instagram. It's, it's, it, he must do it for... Like, there must be people over there that say, stay locked down. Oh, they, they love it. They down. love it. This West Australians. Don't like. look up. Don't look up. Good movie, that one. <laughs> Good movie. Anyway, what, hap- movie. what happened with New Zealand? Uh, so they changed their uh, quarantine um, requirements. Mm-hmm. There was meant to be a Chapel Hadley series starting next week. Um, yep. Over here, three ODIs and a one-off T20 at the Theatre of Dreams, Monica Oval, Canberra. Uh, tourism Canberra, get at us uh, if you're looking for... Oh, if we're looking for some sponsorship, I don't even know why you'd come to this town unless you're a politician, to be honest. Uh, but they, they were meant to come here. Um, and for the third consecutive year, the third consecutive year, it got indefinitely postponed. Um, the New Zealand government, Jacinda Ardern, uh, they, they changed the quarantine rules and then the New Zealand Cricket Board 
uh, Cricket New Zealand, I believe, is the official term. Uh, they decided to say, "Look, boys, uh, so, so we, is that we've got you've got to quarantine if we're on, come, if you come going back. back, going oh, back, okay. yep. going so back." So New Zealand boys, they, like, yeah. in their defence, they have got very little spicy flu over there. We're yes. talking less than three digits a day, uh, and not so much over here. So I, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I understand. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think Steve Smith was saying he quarantined in the last two years nearly 90 days. 90 mm-hmm. days in isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you travel around, that happens. Yeah. So there's no, other than the big bash and the women's ashes, um, no no cricket down under now. That's the summer done. It's the first time in 44 years that there's no one-day cricket in an Australian summer. Yep. I uh, think yeah. that's pretty much since the start of <laughs> yes <laughs> yes that, that is that's full they're wearing pajamas they're killing kids uh, cricket that's uh, that's them days that's, <laughs> that's Kerry Packer just getting his dick out and going let's let's, <laughs> let's re- make some money let's revamp this game that's a hundred years old <laughs> there it is Big Bash League and we'll talk about that in a minute but yes. yeah no no one days here for us uh, dis- mm. disappointing of course missing out on the on a one day games especially some here in Canberra, Canberra. but yeah hey, Three three years in a row, Australia, New Zealand. Maybe they're scared. I think they're scared. Well, we I reckon they're scared. No, we played T twenties over there, didn't we? Didn't play we any T twenties. Yeah, that yeah. was a big puppy storm in yes. going nuts in one of those games. Uh, but yeah, we haven't played an ODI for a while. For a while, definitely not here. No. Uh, boys, the big one. Who wants a beer? Who yes, wants a beer? Yes, get, get, yes. Get, get a beer. Sure. Um, if there's anyone in the comments that is an, a, a fan of the Indian cricket team, that's a fan of Virat Kohli, mm-hmm. that's a fan of cricket. Yes. Get at us in yep. the comments. We are going to talk about Virat Kohli stepping down, getting pushed, resigning. Resigning. Was it a bit of column A, column B? Regardless, Virat Kohli is no longer the test captain of India. Yes, yeah, a huge news Why? coming out of the Indian camp. Uh, with that, uh, after mm. losing the South African series, they're still in South Africa, of course, and now playing those one-day matches that we just mentioned before. Uh, but yeah, I guess first off, initial reactions. What are you, what are your thoughts on um, the initial reaction that you got from hearing that news? Came as a surprise. Uh, we did see last month um, that that Coley had been kind of asked to to give up um, the. the, the Ask well, I, I, I think told, he, I think told he's, to give up the white ball captain. Well, I think I think he said he was was a T twenty. He was going to get, yeah. And they um, they basically said, sure, cool. Uh, that means one ODIs as well. And he's like, well, hold on, I didn't say that. So, uh, so Rohit Sharma got given the white ball. Well, yes, they were. They said, let's uh, let's amalgamate the white ball captaincy. Virat can ha- still have the red red ball. Uh, you know, obviously it's been all over, um, you know, cricketing news over the last few years. Hasn't made 100 since 2019 in yep. test cricket. Um, as welcomed a baby, you know, maybe maybe there's some things that are more important. Yeah, a well, family man doesn't want to travel. Well, Travelling now as well in the, in the COVID world, doing all the, the various quarantines, yes, et cetera. Yes, yes More yes. time away from family, we, et cetera. So and we did yeah. see Rahul Dravid take over as coach over Ravi Shastri. Yep. Maybe some kind of rubbing uh, yeah, well, the I, wrong way. I think, there? again, I think shout out to Reckon for some intel there. Maybe a bit of um, politics at play because my understanding Politics is, in cricket? Yeah. I won't hear uh, it. I won't hear it. Because my understanding... Breaking Dravid, news, Mark McGowan is the <laughs> coach of the Indian cricket team. Because uh, I think Dravid took over the under-19 squad and basically rebuilt the system and they won the World Cup. Um, so essentially they're trying... Uh, it sounds like they're trying to hand the keys over to Dravid. And 
I, I want to use the. Well, I think they have the keys are there. Yeah, well, I want to the use the keys are in the ignition. The um, you know, uh, a WWF reference here. The out, out um, uh, attitude error. Mm. You know, it's, it's are, we, are we talking world wrestling? Yes, yes, yes. The yes. Undertaker and shit. Yes, exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> going back the you know the the attitude, um, you know, the era of aggression for maybe not the direction that um, the driver wants to take for the new yeah. new look of what the English team is going to be. So, yeah, uh, English in, or Indian? Indian. Yes, yes, the Indian team. You said English. Did I? Oh, sorry, I meant the Indian, I said the Indian, uh, I Indian team. if you go far enough back. <laughs> oh, that's a bit bad. Uh, <laughs> no, but it, it is interesting because as as characters, compla- polar opposites. Exactly. Polar opposites, played, ra- played in different Indian cricket eras as well. Rahul so. Dravid always, you know, kind of softly spoken, uh, mm. very, you know, polite, the wall, you know, um, and, and both excellent cricketers, whereas you've got Coley, this... You know, hot-headed, fiery, passionate, yep. Yep. hard on his sleeve kind of guy. Yeah, maybe you could see a little bit of a of a clash in in uh, in character. Philosophy there, yeah, yeah, philosophy for sure. So but we are also talking about the most winningest captain in, in, Indian, in, Indian, cricket, in yeah. Indian history. Um, took India from being a good cricket team to being. Arguably, arguably the best cricket team in the world. Well, I think they uh, were ranked six or seven at one point when yeah, he took I, well, over. I think he was. I think they were seventh when yeah. he took over, and then they the, he took over, started scoring bulk runs. They came down here and won a series for yep. the first time in fucking donkey's years. Um, you know, they, they'd never. I suppose they never got that. You know, the big tournament silverware. You know, we yeah. saw him miss out, miss out in T Twenty World Cups. We saw him miss out in the ODI World Cup. Mm. We saw him miss out in the World Test Championship, um, but. An elite, elite cricket side, and essentially under Kohli, unbeatable in India. Oh, definitely, and they're and competitive everywhere else as well. So they, and that's the big thing. That's what we we're talking about yeah, before. They when weren't Australia, blown Australia out, goes so. to England, they're, they're competitive. You know, they, yeah. they, we don't go anywhere, and you know, it, you, you get the pants pulled down. Mm. Uh, there, there we go. We've got uh, Virat Kohli up there. Uh, so since. This, the start of uh, of Test cricket, uh, Steve Waugh. Jeez, we were spoiled as kids, weren't we? Weren't we? Just <laughs> Steve Waugh followed by Ricky Ponting. Steve, Steve Waugh. Well, then Don Bradman in there as well. The top three. Uh, well, I, I didn't think Don Bradman yeah. flowed into Steve Waugh. Is my point? As Steve Waugh flowed into <laughs> Ricky Ponting. I'm with you. I'm with you. Anyways, we are talking about uh, winning percentage, percentage yeah. in yep. in Test match cricket. Steve Waugh up there at 71, followed by Bradman and Ponting in uh, the. The, I think it's roughly the low 60s, about 62, 63%. And Virat Kohli, uh, the, the most winningest captain that's not an Australian of all time, pushing yeah. 60% um, of, of test matches. Yeah, I, I think it was 70 ish test matches, sort of like 74 for like 41 or 42 victories. So, you know, a great conversion right there. And uh, yeah. really kind of built that. That team, that that uh, pitcher, that that culture there, but by all all accounts, it's looking like it maybe not meshing with whatever the future is that holds mm. for the Indian team. Mm. Maybe there was some other stuff that happened um, uh, there in regards to some of the South Africa stuff, and whether there was some other chat going on. Unlikely. It seems like it's more BCCI and the. The politics, as we mentioned before, in the background. It's, it's funny, though, isn't it? Because Changing of the guard a little bit, as in, you will. India doesn't win in South Africa. No one wins in fucking South Africa. Yeah. Well, and they went there as red-hot favourites, and it's like this big disappointment that they lost in South Africa 2-1, and the third test was was 
and you know yeah. quite closely contested. Well, I think that's their innings. India's first win in South Africa in quite a while as well. I think they were like one and eight from at least their last two tours down there, or three. If, and it's and, that, and, so. and it's a disappointment, you know that, that that's mm. the India that we've come to now, yeah. where like you know because of Kohli and the and the team that they built with Ravi Sat with Ravi Shastri, yeah. you, you expect them to go and win away away tours. So yep. look. Sh- as much as Australians and, uh, you know, you love to hate Coley, you, you have to respect what he's done for Indian cricket, hmm. um, you know, the, the, yeah. the personal accolades. Um, and, yeah, look, to be honest, yeah, I, as, I, I'll, I'll miss playing – I'll miss – as an Australian cricket fan, I'll miss Australia playing against a Coley-led India. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So uh, we'll get into this in a section into the transition who they're going to actually replace him with because there hasn't been an announcement on that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, now let's do that. I've forgotten the point I was going to make. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to lay it. I was just like, let's say, no, nah, it doesn't matter. Remember uh, that? You, you remember that Homer Simpson monkey with the symbols? Yeah, that's, 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 that's my brain. <laughs> I think it goes past that, to be honest. Uh, oh, I, I, I don't think the monkey ever drops the symbols, you know, reads a book, you know, well, writes I, some poetry. Sorry, I do I do remember. So Virat Kohli, Kohli's still going to be in the squad. Of course. Of course. So he's still yeah. probably of got, course. you know, another three or four years easy in test cricket. Mm. He's only early 30s, I think. From memory, thirty-four. I think is he. Yeah, so thirty-four. Uh, I was born nineteen eighty-eight. Quick Massey turns thirty-four this year. Yeah. Bang, yeah. bang. Yeah, uh, so, he's, so he's currently thirty-three. He, well, he could have four years left in him. He, exactly. But so we always talk about the Indian depth as well. And if you haven't made a ton, it doesn't matter if you're Virat Kohli or fucking Sachin Tendulkar. Well, if you if you haven't made runs for two years and you've got that much depth, you know all these guys trying yeah. to bust into the into the side. <laughs> could this be? The, the end of the Coley. Yeah, era. he's kind of getting Rahani here, like, as in like he's getting a is couple, he get, of, yeah, 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 getting yeah. some hamstrings. Yeah, this, like we'll, we'll try to be nice to him and slowly move him out of the squad, mm. uh, but I don't think he can just give up on Coley. Surely not. No. You, well, are they doing it to sort of, I guess, relieves a little bit of the pressure of yeah, being maybe. the captain? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Maybe you haven't hit any, in any tons. Just well, it's good for him because like, whether he was again pushed or whether he made this decision is like oh, I can see the right on the wall. I'm going to do it because. Mm. It also could be a big fuck you where he goes, hey, I, I'm not going to do all the media. I don't need yeah. to do any of that press. I don't need the face yeah. for it. I don't need yeah. all that other shit that I did need to do as Coley. I'm just going to be the batsman, score score tons, and then spend more time with my family. Like, that but might be his better outcome. It's funny, though, because some guys, the Australians that come to mind, relish. Oh, the, the, the some of them love it. The captains, mm. Steve Smith, Michael Clark, yeah. their batting averages. I think Ponting the same. Yeah. When, they got the, when they became captains, their batting averages just went... So well, that, it did originally for Coley as well. Like, same thing, got true, in there as true. the captain, and they, you know, really um, led that team from the front. So whether he just needs to refine his form, or whether they're worried about his form, yeah. I think I don't know. But I think also like India is a magnitude further than Australia. Like if it, you're yeah. the captain, oh. or if you're Coley, like you're not just the captain of the Indian cricket team. You are an icon. You're, well, on you, and you're off the biggest field. superstar. Well, in India. you're a leader yeah. of one sixth of the Earth's people. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And no, no offense, uh, Nandra Modi, but <laughs> but Virat Kohli is where it's at. Virat Kohli is the president of India right now. No <laughs> offense, mate. Uh, can you look up the population of Uttar Pradesh? So that is a state in India, and uh, a little bit of population chat as we like to do here on the Esky. Some more you know. geography. Yes, yeah, <laughs> geography. Uh, I think in the realm of two hundred million. Like if it was a sovereign state, it might be the fifth or sixth biggest country in the world in terms of people. Mm-hmm. The the weight. And the pressure of of leading that nation 
Must be crazy. Must be crazy. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I talk about the head noise when I go out and play Sunday social cricket, park cricket on the weekend. You want to make runs. Oh, God, I haven't made runs for three games. I want yeah. the boys, you know, <laughs> to see me score, you know, 40. Uh, in a, in a, Don't let the boys down. You in a park cricket setting, imagine having the weight of 1.3 billion people on you. What is the population of Uttar Pradesh? 204.2 million. And that's a 2012. That's 2012, yeah. So I guarantee you it's a bit more than these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, triple that. It's uh, triple. Oh, they've been getting busy in Utah. Uh, but There's yeah. nothing else to do during COVID time, so yeah. And, and uh, that's been evidenced by all of our <laughs> friends, isn't it? Yeah, welcoming a few babies this year, 2022. Let's go. Uh, yeah, look. In summation, in summation, the Coley era, uh, as Australians... Love to hate him, you know. He he was fiery. He beat us down here. Mm. Um, you know he, they they didn't take any stick. Um, look, I, I will, and it pains me to say it. I will miss. I will miss seeing Coley lead India. Yep. Going forward, boys, who replaces him? Because it's not cut and dry. This is no not an immediate succession. There's, there's and yeah, a and few it, names in the hat, if you will, in the exactly. And it depends on what they want to do, maybe for the next year or two as well. Interim, like, like a changeover. Yeah, and exactly. who would make most sense yeah. out of that? Rohit mm. Sharma, I guess. If you wanted someone to take it for a year or two, yep. Rohit makes sense. He's 34. He's older than Coley. Yeah, then the captain Cut across all formats. All formats. So. He's the current white ball captain. Do you want to scroll down there a little bit, Jimmy? The thing is with Rohit Sharma, we just saw him score his first ton away from India. Uh, obviously one of the most accomplished, you know, one-day players of all time, but hasn't been consistently in this test side. He's currently injured. Can you give it to a guy that hasn't been consistently in your test side, you know, until, until the last kind of 18 months? You know, he was kind of a horses for courses. He was uh, a play in India and rest him overseas kind of guy. Yeah, uh... Hard to say. I think I just want to say blanket statement. We've ruled out Rahane as well. We think his his time in the Indian squad's yeah, done. Yep. Um, Shout out to Zinka. Um, you know, made runs in Australia, uh, but yeah, I think I think he'll um, be be lucky to play more Test cricket. Yeah. So we've got five options there. Mm-hmm. We started with Sharma. Rahul's there. He's current vice captain, twenty nine. Um, he's or the vice captain in the ODIs in the T twenty. I think he captained one. He of has, his yes, South he has, games. yes, he has. Uh, then you got the young fella in part, um, their keeper, of course. Uh, the Cummins r- route go with Boomer, also only, only twenty eight, so a bit of a smoky there, but a bowler. And then I threw Ashwin there as the last one, as the old head, but also s- someone that uh, potentially could maintain the Coley kind of aggressive era. Oh, I'm going to nip that one in the bud. I don't think there's any chance that Ravi Ashwin captains <laughs> so, India at a test level. He. He's hard. He's he's like a 50-50 guy as well. Like you can't take away from his accomplishments. I don't think he's going to be the Test captain of India anytime soon. I, I pretend. So my my thinking. Can you try and get some odds on this? Yeah, and I'm, um, and you know, Rickens. I think the one that got me onto Ashwin as well, and he's thinking Boomer too. They're his options. Mm. I, I think Ashwin makes sense for a year or two. Four parts, yeah. four parts. So that's why I'd say it goes. Okay. I think yeah. long term, it's looking likely that. Um, if he keeps his form and he and he kind of locked down the wicketkeeper spot, if he can keep it up with the runs, and he's doing not too bad currently in this. Oh, fucking up. well, he made half their runs in in uh, that third test. Yeah, so like at at twenty six, that makes more sense. I think he's to tw- me, he's twenty four. We speak about Cam Green and how young he is. He's two years older, he- I but I don't think you make a twenty four year old as the Indian captain, as no. I said. So, get him in the squad for you know, he'd be three years in the squad by that point. 
you know, as, a, as the interim, Ashwin could be there to continue the current kind of era as it kind of yeah. transitions into the new whatever driver wants it to look like, mm-hmm. maybe. But I, I think Boomer a bit of a s- smoky. Yeah. Do they follow suit? Like you mentioned, Pat yeah. Cummins, we were talking about it, what, two months ago? We were saying... We'll- Historically, I think it's going to be very, very difficult and Australia kind of were forced into it. Uh, a little bit with Tim Payne having to sure, sure, get sure. booted. It's Sam Papergate, you know, Steve Smith would have been our captain. I think, I think it wouldn't surprise me years. if Rahul's the favourite. Um, KL Rahul in the interim, at least, makes yeah. the most sense. Uh, yes. Going, you know, going forward. I Following like, the history of cricket. I like Boomer as a smokey and I like Pant going forward. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Rohit Sharma, yeah, to me, do, you know, do they, um, what do they call it when you get all the belts in fucking. Uh, unify, unify. unify. Yeah. Maybe he's going to be the the unif- undisputed, the undisputed, the undisputed <laughs> captain of India. But yeah, for a guy that that's kind of in and out, you know, has only been a staple over the last few years, I don't, and, and that's older than Virat Kohli. I don't really get it unless it is like a caretaker handing over of the guard. Um, if I had to rank these guys, I'd ha- I'd have Ashwin out of there. I don't I don't think Ashwin will be the Test captain of India. Mm-hmm. Um, I think KL Rahul makes the most sense. If we're talking about the next test, I think KL Rahul makes the most sense. Then I'll go Sharma. Mm-hmm. Boomerang is my smoky mm-hmm. and Pant a few years off. Yeah. That's what I'll that's what I'll say. And yeah, as, again, as an Australian, uh, you know, hate to see India beating us, but Pant is a legitimate freak. He oh. a, again, that that deck in Cape Town, it like Coley didn't like it. Big Marco Jansen, it was all, you know. Like c- coming up at him real quick, didn't like any of it, and Pant just goes out there and just goes, "Oh yeah, you know what? It's not that fucking hard out here." Bang, 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 taking it back to the yeah. back, back to the bowlers, and and gave India a chance in that Test match. If it wasn't for him, that it would have been a, a really disappointing uh, result. I love, I love Pant. We have seen him captain in the IPL. I just, I don't see him being the leader of India tomorrow. No, in I, cricket I or in a, you know, okay. Uh, I, I think if you look at the current side, it is still pretty young. So, you know, we haven't talked to – there's heaps of young guys that come in and out of the squad as well that mate, maybe – Mate, like, they, could pick, they could pick four test sides that would be competitive. Yeah. That, that, that is the state yeah. of depth of Indian cricket at the moment. But if you look at that, those sides, you're probably consistent is, you know, Boomerang's always going to get picked in those sides. Pant's probably always going to be your wicketkeeper yeah, in those sides. Yeah, going so, forward, yeah. Yeah, they're the guys who you're like, hey, I want to keep them in there. Um Get at us in the comments. Any fans of Indian cricket, any cricket lovers, yeah. let us know who you think will captain India. What, what's, what's interesting on this is none of those five scare me like what Virat Kohli would be as a captain. Well, well, we're used to him being so fiery and getting away with everything. Didn't yeah, get yeah. in trouble for yelling at the mics. Uh, BCCI <laughs> was, was in charge of that. They, they let it go. He, through already, the, he already quit. So it's a go through the keeper. Um, yeah, I... It'll be interesting to see what happens, but that they will miss the the Kohli era may go down, uh, you know, as one of the the great Indian eras going forward. We always speak about it. I, I don't want to see Indian cricket go backwards. It's probably well, it's not going to. It, it's not going to. That you could you could make you could make fucking anyone the captain of, of India, and they're gonna they're gonna be strong. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Not hopefully. I think they will be, and it pains me to say that. Uh, they did mm. just lose. The first ODI over there in South Africa, uh, Temba Bavuma and Rassi Vanderdusen both turned up, uh, got South Africa home. We are currently watching the second ODI. Um, 
Quinton de Kock back in there uh, announced his retirement from Test cricket. He's behind the stumps. Uh, India two for 110 after 20 overs at the moment. Kale Rahul looking pretty good with Rishabh Pant, two of the men that we we're just talking about taking over the Red Bull captaincy. Yeah, we're worried about them. They had a bit of a collapse there. Lost, I think, two for about ten. Um, That's not a collapse. It's not a collapse. Well, they, these two have stayed in the ship essentially. <laughs> they kept sure, rolling. That's sure. a collapse. But these where, two have where does the collapse start? Collapse has to be four, I think. I yeah, think two, two, you're worried. Three, you're like, oh fuck, and then four, you're like, collapse. Yeah, collapse. Yep. Or if you're England, you know, in Hobart, ten for fifty-eight. That's that's the next <laughs> level. That's that's capitulation. I was going to yeah. say, is it is it more to do with how many runs are in between each wicket? Or well, you'd think so. Yeah, you'd yeah. think so. If you lost two for four hundred, you'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we'll keep an eye on that one. Let's bring it back home, boys. The big bash. We had been <laughs> talking about it last week. It had been a. Oh, I don't want to say snoozy, but it, it 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 had been clashing with the Ashes. There was games scheduled at the same well, the, time. The finals have creeped that up. The Australian us. cricket team was playing. There were COVID issues. You know, there were guys essentially that you know you'd look at the teams and you'd might know three or four guys in some of those games. Well, there was whole teams wiped out and they were getting guys off fishing boats. It's like, hey. Call them up. Call yeah, them up. Yeah, call them up. <laughs> Sunday social. P in. Fill in. Can you fill in this weekend? That was the big bash. Yeah. Tell you what, wasn't it fucking this week, was it? Glenn Maxwell, the big show. Uh, I was at the in-laws Wednesday night. Uh, having dinner, yeah. Do you want to chuck the cricket on? Yep, let's let's chuck it on. Yeah, a bit of background noise, and then you're just like, holy shit. I was like, uh, is that right? Uh, Maxwell has 106 overs left in this innings. The, the previous Big Bash record for an innings, I was at this game, actually. Uh, it was Renegades and Hurricanes uh, under the roof at Etihad Stadium. Marvel Stadium, they call it these days. Um 224, I believe, 224. Ben McDermott made a ton in that one, a mm. famous chase by the Hobart Hurricanes. Um, yeah, 274 for, for two, if you don't mind. Maxi 150 off 60 odds. Stoyan uh, had, had a quick fire, 70. Uh, both of them striking at nearly three runs a ball. Absolutely ridiculous scenes there for the Melbourne Stars. And they're not going to be in the finals which is a real disappointment. Um, but, yeah, one one of the all-time uh, batting displays ever. Oh, uh, just not, not in Big Bash, obviously, you know, by far smashed the old Big Bash record, but one of the, one of the best showings in T20 cricket ever. Mm. Oh, definitely. Like, it's 174. From 60. It was like it's a good 50 over score. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucked. It's, it fucked is one way to, to put it. Well, what did what did Maxwell say at the ch- the change of innings? What was his quote? Uh, not aware. Not aware. We we might. Well, they're not going to get that. We might as well go to the pub. So, hey, well, <laughs> I would be if I was opening the batting there for for for, for the guys going up against it. I would have just been saying, "Yep, see ya. I'll see you here. I'll, I'll have a, I'll yeah, have we'll a, cup. I'll have a pint of cup and dry." I think you just go out and have a slash, and if you get out in five overs, you're like, "Well, we had to score." Who the fuck are you going to chase two hundred and seventy? Yeah, we had to. We have to score seventy five odd in this first one. Yeah, oh, it's just it's crazy, ridiculous, ridiculous scenes. We have the finals coming up uh, in the big bash, so. Mm. Again, we've got to try and get our heads around the eliminator. Do, do, do you have the, the bracket there, James? Can you I find think it's that four, for us? I, I think uh, off the top of the head, four and five play first. It's I believe the Hurricanes are playing tonight and they've um, kind of fallen in a heap uh, from uh, reporters on the sideline. Is that four and five? Yes, yes it is. Strikers, Hurricanes. So that, that that's a knockout 
uh, that's happening right now. Sorry, we have about uh, three different games going on Ooh. in front of us here. And then Scorchers Sixers. That that's is, the big one. That's one, two, and then the winner goes straight through to the final. Correct. And then Thunder in third will get the team that comes through there. So Scorchers, no games in Perth. They're going to have to do it away from home. Poor things. Uh, Scorchers and Sixers, we've seen both those two teams do very, very well. Um, mm-hmm. Scorchers, the most winningest franchise in the Big Bash, and the Sixers coming off two in a row. We ain't go went nowhere. So, what do you think about the Sixers put in a request to have Steve Smith join the squad? Because uh, no one day internationals, as we mentioned a minute ago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he's available essentially. I, I'm available to play cricket. Uh, but I think everyone remaining in the tournament put in a um, veto. You know, veto. This is veto. like, fuck no. They're playing Halo <laughs> and they, they didn't want to play that map and they vetoed it. Veto, yeah. veto, veto Belfort. Uh, yeah, look, Smudge, have a break. Have a break. We saw Labashan going out for the heat. Have a break, you cricket lovers. Uh, they, they, they love it. They love it so much they, they couldn't think of anything better to do. Oh, spend time with my family. Oh, boring. Oh, play golf. Boring. I, I'm, you know, actually, I'm actually... sitting and watch Netflix. Boring. They want to play cricket. That's what they want to do. I'm actually surprised that Cricket Australia kind of rubber-stamped this. Of course, the rest of the league said, nah, no way, because it gives them a significant uh, advantage. You you know, you want you want a guy like Steve Smith's um, capability coming in. But I think for a big bash league that's been super quiet this year because of the Ashes and no one's really paying yeah, yeah. adding, adding someone like Steve mm. Smith uh, really elevates this contest. So it's like, well, it's funny how some of the cricket, like Kawaja was back, what, two nights after home? He was back yeah, playing, well, for the, playing for the Thunder. I think mo- a lot of them have, in the Australian squad have, can like slide straight back into big bash league. But Steve Smith, no, no, no. No, 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 no. Interesting, interesting. We'll follow the big bash league finals. Uh, yeah, it, Can you it, get us it, a score probably, in the Hurricanes game? James? It probably has played a, a little bit of second fiddle, let's be honest. Uh, whoever's idea it was to schedule Big Bash games at the same time that Test Cricket was on, not sure if that's oh. the go-to move, but that's it's kind of the way they're going. They're, they kind of want cricket to be this NBA baseball, well, kind, I mean, of, kind of American model where you can turn the TV on and there's games on. Yes, yeah. Um, mm. But like you say, you, maybe you needed to book those around or do them earlier. Oh, they did like, a few, they did, I like those. On the day-night ones when there was a midday game and you're like, sure, yeah, I'll cop this. Yeah. Uh, you know, when England are capitulating on Sunday night and they're going, oh, you know, Glenn Maxwell just took this mad catch if you want to jump over to seven, mm. mate. I'm like, no, nah, I'm pretty good here, thanks. Uh, yeah. let's, let's keep going. Let's keep yeah, watching exactly. this. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the marketing around it, it's maybe need to be worked out a little bit better, but hey. any look, cricket, Cricket's cricket. Any cricket's good cricket. Let's let's put it that way. Did you get the score? Uh, so the strikers, mate, oh, that's a big score. Six for mm. 188. Can you chase up a um, scorecard there? The Hurricanes currently chasing them are one for 10. McDermott, out. Ooh, that's Dermot out. Big, big out. out. Big, big out, out for the Hurricanes. Yep. Uh, who made runs for the Strikers? Carey's so, back. Speaking yep. of uh, Australian cricketers, 67 opening the bat and 89 for Matt Short. He's going to be like, what's this bullshit? <laughs> the rest yeah. of them are playing. Pretty good series. But I can't. Travis Head didn't get amongst the runs. She's like, it, Did Kerry lead Big Bash League in runs last year? No, it was, was Philippi. Philippi. I think it was Philippi. Phili- I think, but he. I think it was Philippi McDermott. Kerry. Yeah, he would have been. Yeah, he, he was in the top three. I think so. Yeah. So he can get a gig, but Steve Smith. No, 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 no. Have a rest. <laughs> so <laughs> line. I think it's bullshit. I'm Steve Smith. I'm like, what is this? This bullshit. Um, 
Of all the yeah, test team players. So Lions back in yep. RBBL, Travis Head, Kerry, obviously two we just mentioned. Yep. Uh Boland and Jai Richardson are all back playing for the teams. And we talked about Scobo, is there anything he can't yeah. do? <laughs> He's running for Prime Minister next week. I'm voting. Finishes up with the Under nineteen World Cup is on at the moment. Uh, I don't know how much of a cricketing uh, tragic you were you guys were back in the day. I used to have, you know, envision myself playing an under-19s tournament. So I used to have the scoreboard, you know, bowling to myself in the yeah. in the backyard. <laughs> back when we thought um, we had talent. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even really think of that in those days, but like a dream. I had myself, you know, playing along the sides, of, along the likes of uh, the, the sons uh, of, of 90s cricketers. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, didn't eventuate. That's why we're here drinking beers, talking <laughs> about cricket. Uh, Australia, we... We're getting out of the group. We did lose to Sri Lanka, but had wins against the West Indies, the host nation, and Scotland. Have you guys seen this bloke? And forgive me if I don't get it right, but I'm going to have a good crack. Nivathan Radhakrishnan. Radhakrishnan. He can bowl right arm offies, and he can bowl left arm orthodox, and he can. Impressive. He changes it. He changes it mid over. Um, absolute scenes. Uh, if he beca- if he does go on to play professional cricket, he'll be the first a- ambidextrous. Does bowler. he change? Does it change at mid run up, or is the run up the same, or is no, it different? Can, no, and I think you have. I don't know. You have to, does he have to declare what he's? Uh, I believe so. I believe so. But yeah. you know, you, you, well, the the batsman can't declare. I'm hitting the right hand or left hand, like switch hitting. Nah, I think I do remember <laughs> hearing a story about him during the week, and I think it might have been Warner who switch hitters all the time. It was like yeah, Maxwell. Yeah. Like yeah, what is it? Well, I can't. This kid do it. Yeah, yeah if you if you've worked out the, the you know the cheat code, then then yeah, you know, hats off to you. I'd I'd love to see him go further with his cricket. Oh, uh, definitely. Be, be nice to see some names to watch at least on a uh, an Australian perspective. Uh, Teague Wiley, eighty six not against the Windies. Uh, didn't make runs against Sri Lanka, and then one hundred and one not against Scotland. So his tournament average at present is close to two hundred. Uh, Tom Whitney, right arm quick. Uh, was very good uh, as well against the Windies and Sri Lanka. No relation. We were speaking about Mike Whitney last week, uh, the former host of Gladiator. Are you ready? <laughs> Challenger, are you ready? No relation, I don't believe. And the skipper, Cooper Connolly, uh, I just have him in here. Hasn't made any runs this tournament yet, but he's captaining Australia at an under-19s level. Have women's ashes to look forward to. Uh, obviously, mm. no ODIs going forward against New Zealand. Yep. Um, I suppose, you know, we, we'll keep an eye on India and Pakistan and the Big Bash mm-hmm. and, uh, the, you know, the result of this under-19 and women's ashes going forward. Mm. But it's kind of, the, the summer of cricket's wrapping up a bit early. Real quickly, I just want to touch on women's ashes as well. I saw that Elise Perry um, was not named in the team uh, for the first time. Omitted? Yes. No injury? Yeah. That's um, very surprising because obviously Elise has been oh, essentially one, uh, one of the best female cricketers uh, in in the world recently. Uh, there was a, a McGrath, uh, Talia McGrath? Yes. That, that yeah, I yeah, think yeah. did very well last night with both bat and ball. Uh, but, yeah, good to see the girls going at it. Um, and, yeah, hopefully just brings a little bit more exposure to mm. the women's game. Yes. And I think that's cricket for tonight. It's a lot of cricket. Thank you yeah, to well. anyone that stayed with us for the cricketing hour there. A lot's been happening in the cricket world. Can so. you run us into the NFL? Well, before we do, let's a quick update on the Australian Open because ah, yes. Ash Barty, uh, for all our Australian fans, had just finished up. She won straight sets 
dropped five games in that one. Oh, two. five games. <laughs> to add to her what, three, previous she's three. She's lost three so games three, in yeah. the first two matches. Yeah. Uh, she's a freak. Uh, she's the number Steaming one scene. And seed even. And um, she's that yeah. one seed as well, if yes. you will. And her um, potential opponent for the next match, Naomi Osaka, is yep. on match point currently. Match so point. Yeah. She very. To, but gone to three sets. Three sets. Yeah, yep. bit of a war there. Hopefully, taking it all out of her, Naomi Osaka. That's a yeah, big, hopefully. big match up there. Oh, big time. Uh, coming up between. To get it, well, is that the round? Well, is that fourth round or round of 16 for them? No, fourth round, I believe. Fourth round. Yeah, mm-hmm. to get to like a. Um, you know, grand final, uh, final, well, final um, preview mm. in the fourth round. That's mm. that's yeah. not too Big. bad. You'd, you'd happily take that. Do we know why Saka's uh, seated so low? Uh, hasn't hasn't been, hasn't been playing, playing, playing mental yeah, health break. Yeah. She had yep. the, the break. Hasn't played a lot of the tournaments. Sure. So she's dropped down mm-hmm. last year. We will talk a little bit of tennis later in the show, obviously. <laughs> You know, big, big tennis aficionados. Oh, aren't oh well, we're big Australian <laughs> Open aficionados, I think's the answer. Love it, love it two weeks a year. Yes. Yeah. NFL. NFL yes. chat. You guys start us off. I'm going to say hello in French, wee oui, wee, oui, and I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet. I'll pay that. I'll pay that. Uh, uh, so we yeah. talked all about head coaches and GMs last week. Yep. No news to report. Uh, I said no. we might have had a, maybe one or two GMs. Might have thought we'd have a, see some movements, <laughs> yeah. um, some hirings. But, I mean, I suppose it's still pretty early on in terms of the season hasn't really ended yet. Mm. Assuming we'll wait and see what happens maybe even this week and then. Yeah, well, I think uh, well, all the teams currently in the playoffs, they can't interview currently until yep. they get knocked out or they after the Super Bowl, depending if they make it all the way. And, I mean, I'm assuming a lot of those – Coaches, coordinators would be the ones that people would want to be interviewing for yeah. head coaching positions. Definitely potential. It's interesting a lot of the head coaching um, interviews happening. Like A lot of teams are already interviewing bulk, like they've got double-digit guys on the interviews mm. list. So there's a lot of interviews are happening. Um, and some, like say the Packers and Titans, they've got guys that were – well, they're on the bye week, so they were allowed to do, do interviews yep. um, in that time frame. But doesn't matter. No news, no new G, no, no new GMs, no new head coaches. Um, lots of interviews happening, but nothing official yet. Yep. Uh, so we'll have to wait until That's that happens. It. So I guess we'll so go straight well, I suppose the games. news, the only rumour mill, I guess I'd, I'd call it, um, which leads into the first wildcard game we'll talk mm. about, is uh, Jim Harborg said that he would be open to taking up the head coaching position at the Raiders. Um, well, I think Jim's basically said any... Um, any head coaching gig that can get me oh, back to the Super so, yeah. Bowl, <laughs> like yeah, he wants to win a Super Bowl. Anyone that can get me back there, I'll take yep. it. And the Raiders have got a you know decent squad they played in the playoffs, so um, potentially that could be uh, uh, an opening there. But they also just interviewed the interim. Um, what's uh, what's his name? Rich something or other. I've forgotten the Raiders. Uh, Italian. Uh, you should know this, perhaps. I should. I should know <laughs> everyone that's of Italian orig- origin in the world. They're all family. Mm, familia. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like he potentially could be take that role, so hard to say. But anyway. Rich Basia? Basia? Basaccia? Basaccia? There you go. There's yeah. a B there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, pronounce a B. Um, sorry, also back on the road. It's a silent B. <laughs> it is. Um... They Is it like the two L's and, and Lloyd, one of them silent? Lloyd. <laughs> Let's, uh, what do you have there for the um, Sorry, just, just wrapping up on the Raiders. Um, they fired GM 
Mike Mayock this week oh, as I well. I did see that, and I wasn't 100% sure why. Like he'd uh, had he been doing a decent enough job, I would have thought. I guess a lot of their draft, they've had, had some issues where they've had to get rid of guys from draftees, but no through fault through what Mike Mayock was doing. Um, no, fault, yeah. fault from their own for driving cars fast and pointing guns at phones. Um, and emails getting leaked. Uh, that was the coach. It's slightly like <laughs> different than the players that you he's directly responsible that, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a bit tough there. I wonder if the he'll go straight back to NFL Network or not. Um, but yeah, I think it's they offered him a huge deal, paired him with Gruden. Gruden kind of had his own thing, but uh, I think Mayock mm. was not doing a terrible job there. They hey, they went to the playoffs, like they were adding talent. Yeah, it's just some of the talent ended up being, you know, interesting move. Maybe they are just cleaning cleaning out head office just because of just because. of Gruden, but yeah, very weird, very weird. I don't know. It kind of puts them back as well because they're now they're gonna pick a GM. Yeah. And then full, uh, before go head coach. So full yeah. rebuild. Full clean yeah. out. Yeah. Tough. Did it you is. cover everything you wanted to talk about the Bengals? Or? No, no, we haven't even got into the no. football. We've just, so just we've leading into the game. Yeah, leading into the game. So <laughs> we, we said there was no head coach in GM news and then talked about it for five minutes. So <laughs> um, talk about nothing. That's what we do here <laughs> on the SQ. Um, so Bengals Raiders, yeah, uh, wild card weekend, wild, super super wild card super weekend, wild super. Yeah, there's a couple of inches. And there's like Super Mario. Uh, yeah, what's that? Yeah. Like Mario says, "Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> Taught Tom Brady everything he knows. It's a me. It's a me, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> Bengals Raiders. Uh, we saw a lot of blowouts in Super Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. These were. Yeah. This game was not one of them. Uh, mm. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase. The old LSU boys, they were well, very, very good. And the Bengals actually did run the score out a bit early, and the Raiders had Raiders fought, came back. Raiders they fought came back, back into this and great got last back drive, it. wasn't it? Yes. Uh, that roughing the passer call was one of the softest things I think I've ever seen in any sport. Yeah. Well, they they we'll hate hands Brady. around the head. So, <laughs> are you justifying it? You, no, 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 no. No, I, I understand Definitely why that. Not. I understand why they call the hands around the head like they they just. But it wasn't a head. He went to bat down the ball. Yeah, but he touched his head. You can't touch oh, the head area. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> like, like I, I think it's. I think it's a. Sh- yeah, I think it was a shit call. It was like, a shit call. A horrible call. But, but the precedent. Imagine if they won. Imagine if they yeah. won off the back of that. Yeah, and but the precedent they set throughout the year of like you touch a quarterback's head, uh, you're getting penalized. So it's it's not like it. Wasn't inconsistent. Precedents or not, I highly disagree. Yeah. I think that was really, really soft. Look that up. Yeah. Roughing the pass at <laughs> Bengals Raiders. If you Pl- missed player it. football, should be different to regular season football generally. Uh, that so should let not be a penalty in yeah. any. Oh, in the regular season, they call that all the time. Unfortunately, the solar system. I don't know if they do it different in the Alpha Centauri. Either way, the ref. <laughs> either way, the refing crew uh, mm, did mm. did get the same. So they won't ref any more games in the playoffs. So Good. Mm. That crew's we done did also year. have the whistle gate uh, where Joe Burrow rolled out right. His right yes. foot was very close to that right mm. sideline. Through the ball, the whistle clearly went uh, as he was releasing it yep. uh, and was caught for a touchdown. Um, hey, yeah. we, we used to love the inverted whistle, so... <laughs> Yeah, inadvertent whistle. That one was that one's pretty bad. What? what, what? It was usually the big blokes trying to run down the sideline with a whistle in their mouth. <laughs> That's right, Suck it, sucking the, the big one, blowing. Anyways, wild scenes in Cincinnati. Uh, their first playoff win since 1991. We spoke last week that no one had send ever text, sent baby. a text message. I'm sure there was some uh, some text sent um, there in Southern Ohio. 
over the weekend. Uh, good mm. on them. Uh, celebrating like they've won the Super Bowl. We'll see how they go this week. Big matchup against the Titans, which we'll get stuck into in just a second. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the Raiders, we did speak about their turbulent year. Uh, just to be yeah. there was a big achievement. Yeah, huge. Exactly. Uh, big props to Derek Carr for essentially leading that team. Uh, now, considering the, the rest of the leadership's all gone. Mm. Um, it'll be uh, interesting to see what they look like next year. Did you hear that apparently Derek Carr and John Gruden had bought houses next to each other? Yeah, they other. lived next to each other. Mm. Yeah. Well, he talks to Gruden on the daily. Yeah. Um, he would, he former head coach and, you know, your neighbour like the, yeah. Anyway. Shit happens. Speaking about getting it horribly wrong, we got it horribly wrong. About, <laughs> what what, were, we, and what well, were we thinking? I, we, I think we were right. It's just we put a curse on them. Yeah, like we got <laughs> everything right. The weather was shit. They yep. needed to run the ball. Yep, there was no right. like, yeah, there was no snow team. though. There yeah, was no snow. Yeah, that, yeah it, it didn't snow. It was probably the thing we missed the most. <laughs> but yeah, we put a huge curse on them, and the Bills came out and absolutely fucking huge. Whomped the, the them. It was twenty seven zip at halftime. Uh, we saw Mark no win, no win. <laughs> Micah Hyde <laughs> was a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Micah Hyde had that nice pick. Uh, to get them going, I think yeah. they were already fourteen nil up. I, I, I turned it on and saw that it was freezing cold and no snow, and I was like, "Oh, the Pats might be fucked here." <laughs> <laughs> and and this is what happened. Full credit to Josh Allen; he oh, killed it. Was mental, mental. Oh, Twenty-one and twenty-five, three hundred eight uh, passing yards, five touchdowns, zero intercepts. I think they scored on their first five possessions. I think mm-hmm. uh, for the whole first half. I and, don't and think they punted in this game. Yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous. And they did what we said we didn't think they could do, and they pounded the rock. Devin Singletary had 16 <laughs> carries for 81 yards. We did say Singletary's had a better Josh month, Allen. Yeah, like a month yeah, later. We did say that. He's, he's say con- that. continuing to learn, so maybe not sleep on him too much, really leading into the remaining of the playoff games. What about yeah. uh, the poor Patriots playing against all of America? It seemed, from what I could see on social media, <laughs> everyone yeah. was Not playing, again, not was, again. Was in the Bills Mafia uh, on, on that night. Uh Congrats to Mac Jones getting there, uh, you know, as a rookie quarterback. Mm. Uh, Bill Belichick and that defense, obviously, pretty stout. Um, <laughs> Mac Jones, we, we, I think we've spoken about it on the Esky uh, in, in previous episodes, how he hadn't seen snow until about five years ago. I did see a video of him. Uh, he's meant to be listening to, um, you know, McDaniel's on the on the offensive <laughs> oh, yeah. play call. He's playing and, with his breath, yeah. and he's looking at his breath. He's looking at his breath. He's, li- he's listening. And he's listening, <laughs> and then he notices, and he's like, like "Oh, I'm just, that, that's I'm not in. normal." Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, good like stuff. The, like the chili bowls in college, maybe. Um, so just on that, so yeah, Buffalo did not punt, and they did not have to attempt a field goal. Yeah, there was there's no turnovers from them at all. In the entire so it's just just touchdowns. So fuck, what's that? Nine nine touchdowns. Yep, they they, they dominated. Pillow no, they, they kick one at the end. I'm pretty sure. Did they kick a field goal at the end? Zero. No, Tyler was zero from zero. He missed two extra points. Yeah, there you go. Ah, yeah. forty nine. That's yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, seven sevens. Quick mass on mass. the <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo 49ers. Let's go. <laughs> As opposed to just down the road, the Orchard Park 69ers. <laughs> Bucks Eagles, the first of the Sunday games. Monks, your Buccaneers, they made pretty yeah. light work of the Philadelphia Eagles. I believe it was 31 0 one stage, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So a few consolation points there in the fourth quarter. Uh, pretty solid showing there from Brady and Co. Uh, without a lot of weapons, obviously, no Leonard Fournette, no Chris Godwin, um, yeah. no AB, obviously. No AB. Um, yeah. Thoughts? They look pretty good. They did look pretty good. Um, yeah, it was sort of, I mean, 
it was the eagles like kind of reminds me of that meme that dog doing the science experiments saying <laughs> what am i doing here sort of thing um, much like us podcasting <laughs> yep yep much like us here yeah, um, <laughs> just Not stumbling that's right check the collar do you need to go home boy <laughs> do you need to go home where's your mummy and daddy just stumbling through it um stumbling for sure yeah, <laughs> As it, it was good to see Mike Evans uh, in there. Very productive. Yeah, very good game. Out of very him. good game. Gronk, yeah. Gronk uh, pretty strong. Run game. That's it. That's my question to you. What are the Bucks doing in the run game? Did they get Bell more involved? Um, or they, was it Ronnie Jones now carrying the load? No, they, no Ronnie Jones is was, out. Yeah, yeah. Cashon Vaughn. Ah, Vaughn yep. from a from previous draft to Ronnie Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming back um, into the fold. Very good. That's it. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I guess to that, with all the injuries that they do have, with all the players that are out, very promising to see that they put away the Eagles as they did. Um, obviously, probably would have left, uh, put their taking their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter, not scoring anything. I was surprised that Tom Brady was still in in the fourth quarter. Yeah, interesting. A little bit that. scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, watching that, but um, made it through. Unscathed. I think he's alright. He's he's been in the league for you know. A thousand years. Yeah, I was going to say thirteen, fourteen hundred. Yeah, and he's he's not the most sacked quarterback in the league. That's Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. Um, they did a True. You know, they did a highlight reel of Ben's final game, and and you know one of his key stats was most sacked quarterback. In the league. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they did him a little bit dirty with that one. That's not but an accomplishment that you. Yeah, want, I, I think Tom yeah. Brady's played enough football games to know how to mm. get through one and to avoid uh, significant injuries. He's been around long enough. So. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, promising. I. I hope that it's not one of those situations where they put away the Eagles and think, oh, yeah. Cruise. We'll cruise through. Big matchup this week. Very big matchup. Match we'll get week. to in a second. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah, good good first game of the playoffs for them. But I guess it was the Eagles. Yeah. I can't really say too much about that. Poor <laughs> <laughs> uh, a big, big upset. Uh, uh, wasn't the biggest upset. Yeah. We, again, Esky Curse, all thought the Cowboys with that high-powered offense were going to get the job done at I th- home. I think the key we said in this, in last week's one, was we looked at the scores and it was like 50, like 15, 50, 15. It's like, hey, which, which, one, which Cowboys are you going to get? They could put a 50-burger on you or they could score fuck all points. Um, we, fort- pro- we probably should have thought about... 49ers do play good defense. Well, that run defense, especially, was was really good. Yeah, and Fred Warner running around the middle and Dak like, like a maniac had been a little bit on and off. Um, just our CD Lamb um, missed him a couple of times. Yeah, so uh, that's what and ended up being the case in this and one. And they did what we say you have to do in playoff football. They pounded the rock, Eli Mitchell, and running back slash wide receiver extraordinaire <laughs> Debo Samuel. Uh, very, very good. What, George Cordell Patterson? <laughs> yeah, Cordell. The, another the rich, man's, the rich man's Cordell Patterson. <laughs> yeah. George Kittle, they didn't need him. I uh, had uh, a few green ticks in my punters club multi this week. Parlay, they call it, in the United States. Uh, I had Cowboys win George Kittle over 40 yards. So that was red and red there. Uh, mm. Boys, it was close towards the end. We saw the Cowboys get the ball back with 32 seconds to yeah, go. It was, it was, Hook and was, Look at the old tugging on tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting to see. Um, I was unsure why Jimmy G was trying to throw the ball because he did throw that pick and ended yeah. up being a big turnover. I was yeah. like, ooh. And then maybe. Those, those quarterback sneaks at the end as well stopped him twice from short yardage yeah. just to get that ball back. 
Yep. Uh, going back, we saw the punter hit the hit the uh, the, the mega screen. The, yeah. What do they call it? The the, um, the the biggest television in the world. Uh, it's something Tron. I can't remember the Mega, name me- Megatron. It's not Megatron. <laughs> no, no, I knew that. Optimus Prime. <laughs> no. Bumblebee. Uh, yeah, Brian Anger, he hit that. There was some good um, bands, actually. Tony Romo and Jim Nance. Uh, they said, oh, well, they'll just yeah. give him a mulligan. And then Nance said, you like to have that in your golf game, <laughs> Tony Romo. <laughs> myself, big fan of the mulligan <laughs> as well. Uh, giving myself plenty, uh, you know, when you, you hook it, uh, you know, snap left, oh, fuck, and then it goes off it. the toe and it goes about yeah. 150 to the yeah, right. Yeah, it man. never helps. No, no, it doesn't. You might, then, might come off once or twice. Well, yeah, but maybe third or fourth time <laughs> after a few mulligans, you go, oh, yeah, why couldn't you do that the first time, you yeah. fucking moron? <laughs> it's so easy, just isn't like it? like most things in your life. Just do it the first time. Uh, Cowboys, a lot made of this capitulation. Uh, we we saw at the end they were driving. We spoke about that hook and ladder, and mm. then that takes off. Did he slide too late? Did the referee get in the way? That's right. Yeah, uh, it's hundred percent on the Cowboys. So, Ooh, uh, what is that hundred? No, hundred percent. So that ref slowed. He he slowed things down by two or three. So, so it's hundred so, well, no, percent on Dak. So it's his yes. fault. He he did go. To, yeah, he gave it to the center. You got to give it to. You've taught everywhere. You got to give it to the nearest ref, and he's got to place the ball. So mm. it's hundred percent on Dak for. Okay. He's gone. No level of football tells you to give it to your center and snap straight away because this is the reason yeah, why. So, so uh, I'd also say Mike McCarthy and uh, Kellen Moore call, you know, calling slightly a designed QB run in that play for oh, Dak to take yeah, off. Yeah. Not a great option, I think, either. Well, wasn't it? So they had He had to do that so that I could just get like the first down. So yeah, he, he was only supposed get, to get the first down and slide, but he ended up he, he carrying did it take a bit longer. Take a little bit more, take a little bit more. But it was. Yeah. But they, it was, was going to be a Hail Mary chance anyway. Yeah. What, what are you doing? You're trying to shorten the field by 10 yards. His arm talent could, yeah. go to, could go to the end zone from where they were. Yeah, so I think yeah. you add all those things together, they, again, using that word capitulated there at the end. Was that conpitulated? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Third time's charm. Con, Condoleezza Rice pitulated. Uh, uh, it surmised their season pretty well. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, you got to yeah. give the ball to the line judge so he can put it on the so, line. So, so much, pot- the ball, so. so much potential there in the final drive. So much, like it's doable for if anyone could do it. You'd think the Cowboys the could do it. Yeah. Uh, well, people but, people have found video of the Packers doing it during the year with same well, fourteen seconds, Packers same thing. Known, mm. known for Kevin getting up late, getting Rogers done down spikes. Bang bang bang! Three Stop seconds left. Like it's yeah. Cowboys, uh, one and done. That's the seventh time out of the last ten playoffs. Some interesting stats, like Jack, um, Jack DeLome, yep. uh, Brad five, Johnson. Has five playoff wins. Yeah, all more playoff mm. wins than, 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 than Cow- Dak or than, the Cowboys. Well, so. Not past Dak. You know, that man Tony Romo we were talking about before going before him. Oh, can't Cow- hold a field, you can't hold a snap for a field goal. So Yeah, the, the poor, poor Cowboys fans... You know, much like the Patriots, you know, everyone kind of rooting for them to lose uh, mm. in America. But look, I, I, I thought they had the better team on paper. I thought they should have won that game, and um, yeah, they they capitulated. <laughs> um, uh, what about the, the the Cowboys fans throwing rubbish at the players? It's it's disgusting. I think. Well, I think Trent Williams as well, um, given mm. the finger to to the Cowboys. But he, he's a former player, of course, playing on the 49ers now. So, yeah. and uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to go push Trent Williams around? <laughs> no, 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 not no, at all. I, I, I choose life. I choose life. Look, do you want to look at the, at the positives for, for Cowboys this year? Dak stayed healthy, coming back after a yep. horrible injury. Tony Pollard emerged. You know, they, they can 
they didn't do it well in this playoff game, but they were yeah. able to have, you know, that, that dual threat backfield. Mm. Uh, that offense is still young. They're only going to get better. And uh, we saw uh, Michael Parsons uh, come along leap and, leaps and bounds. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the best rookie seasons yeah. out of a linebacker. Added long, some weapons in on the defense from a, when they didn't have weapons the year before. So And Trayvon Diggs, uh, an absolute ball hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're the positives, I suppose, for, for the Cowboys fans going forward. Uh, but, yeah, it, it was a disappointing year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, not the way they wanted to end it, and probably not against 49ers, an old rival of theirs. So, that's it. Um, yeah, hate to kick them while they're down, but just back <laughs> on <laughs> um, the Cowboys fans are throwing rubbish and having words for the refs uh, and players, they're throwing it at the players as well. So. Yeah, so I don't know what was said, but Cowboys. apparently Dak Prescott came out after the game, sort of. Oh, he got stuck into the refs, yeah, he didn't really. he Commended the fans for what they did. Um, <laughs> later, retract that. That's he's, a bit rough. Yeah, he's been fine. Like, I don't think he understood the extent of what yeah. happened to the ref. I saw, I um, saw his said, Instagram and Twitter posts. Like, yeah, he's just. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was the heat of the moment stuff. Ratty Ratter. That's it, yeah. Losing, of course he was pissed. Losing the pay- playoffs, you'd be pissed. So. Yeah, but um, it doesn't excuse that behavior. That's, that's mockery. No. That, well, that, that's it. Yeah. That, they nearly were the mop of the week. Um, <laughs> oh. You know, Cause I, I've, I've seen some videos of like pre-game uh, Cowboys fans like, uh, you know, at the start of the game and how excited they are, like music's pumping. Yeah, yeah. And then post-game and they're all just sitting so, down just like, what the fuck's going on? If you're, Cowboys throwing, fans, if you're throwing rubbish <laughs> at a professional athlete, you know what you need to do? Go down there and say, and like they would in the 1920s, good sir, I challenge <laughs> you to a duel. I believe I should be on this football team. If Actually, you're a fat, lazy piece of shit, <laughs> you're not allowed to throw rubbish. Whether it be... Verbal in a podcast yeah. or physical, that, it's mockery. <laughs> it's absolute mockery. Okay. Fuck okay. off. To, to that, to that, Bills fans mm. and what they were throwing onto the football field. <laughs> what do you think uh, about that? Uh, a Bildo. <laughs> a Bildo Baggins is, is what we saw in the end zone. So this is a repeat of, was hey, it minus, last? It's minus 14 degrees Celsius. You need to keep yourself warm, I suppose, however way you might do it. Uh, we are going back to the Buffalo Bills games where we saw a female sexual pleasure device thrown on the field in I'm the not, end zone. Good, good throw mean, to get it in. Works the, for a boy or girl. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's not dwell too much on that. Uh, look at that uh, on the internet, if you will. Careful. Take safe search off. Um, Chiefs Steelers, boys. This one... Went, I suppose, uh, the way we expected. Uh, oh, the, the, that Chiefs offense is pretty Chiefs good. Chiefs killed them early, and the Steelers did try to... A little w- bit of consolation. Uh, well, actually, so TJ Watt gets the intercept, I think, or as a fumble recovery and scores a touchdown. Mm. So that Steelers actually led this game. Mm. Chiefs then smoke them. I think there was 35-7 at one point, and then Steelers worked their way into it a little bit, scoring some late points. But, yeah, Chiefs well ahead, um, killed them. Yeah, is this Kansas City team reminiscent of the one that won the Super Bowl two years ago? They seem to be everything. I don't been think going they're in the right direction. They've got a lot mm. of the same names. The, you know, I don't think they're as good defensively. Defensively, you know, I you don't mean? think they're as good as the team that won the Super Bowl defensively. Okay, so, uh, they've got Patrick Mahomes, and that offense is going to yeah. keep them in games. Uh, so. Speaking of Patty Mahomes, have you got his numbers there? They're they pretty handy. Oh. <laughs> Again, kill them. Yeah, so thirty or thirty-nine attempts through for. Four hundred four. Yep. Um, it's half an of an eight oh eight. Eight oh eight and heartbreaks. 
Yeah. This game for well, me. One pick. This game for yeah. me is one of the reasons why you probably don't extend the wild card because you get a team like the Steelers kind of sneak in here. Yeah. What were they nine seven and one or whatever? It I was, was going to so. say very similar yeah. sort of situation as the Eagles. What yeah. am I doing here? Sort of sort of thing mm. going on. Again, um, much like us. Professional <laughs> football team. Yeah. But yeah, uh, better team won. Um, Chiefs scary going forwards. Not too much more to add from that, uh, I guess, other than news. Uh, looking forward. Yeah, what's the news, Max? News on Roethlisberger? I haven't heard anything. I assume that was his they, last game in the NFL. They've made it look like it was his last game in the NFL. They didn't. From all the things in the, the, the post-game, like the interaction with him afterwards. Yeah, it, lo- mm. it looked very much like that was his last game of football. And we did NFL. pay a bit of homage to Big Ben. Uh, yeah, last week. Um, you know, yep. with them having that nice win, um, you know, to, to finish up uh, a stellar career, uh, him kneeling out uh, at Heinz Field to get mm. the win against Cleveland, tears in his eyes, dual uh, <laughs> Super Bowl winner. Um, arguably, well, I suppose Terry Bradshaw might have something to say about it, but <laughs> one of one of the best one of, one of the best quarterbacks in Steelers history, oh, a yeah, future definitely. Hall of Famer. Um, shout out to Ben Roethlisberger. So mm. then the last game from the wild card weekend was the Rams taking on the cards. And we thought this one might turn into a bit of a barn burner, but <laughs> it ended up being the other way with... Uh, very one-sided. Yeah, very, one, very, very one-sided. one-sided. And the cards yeah. offense is looking all sorts. Like, they're just, for whatever reason... Is that a function of them being a bit deficient, missing DeAndre Hopkins? Or is credit where credit's due, that Rams defense, when you got the likes of Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and Von Miller coming in, making plays? It's, it's probably a combination. Leonard, Leonard Floyd has had a breakout year. Yeah, uh, I'd yeah. say a combination of the two. Like, yeah, their defense is good, but they've been uh, dreadful since Hopkins been out. They've won one game in the last... Six, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. they were—I think they were like eight and three, and then two and six or some shit like Peak that. Too with, early, yeah, Peak without Hopkins. So, like, without Tell Hopkins, they, they, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> it was there. It was there. They—they they definitely struggled. Um, What's it called if you never peak? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Underwhelming, <laughs> disappointing. Um, Your um, marriage. Oh, <laughs> about my marriage, my life. Rough. My life. The one good thing I did. Was sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, was, meant for, I meant for your missus. She's was just disappointed constantly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um, anyways, aside from my personal life, uh, lots of storylines in this one. We saw Eric Weddle coming back. His first yep. game, nearly two. Two years out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Von Miller, the first time he was in the playoffs since being a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, that speaks volumes about Denver, I suppose, more so than yeah. the Rams. OBJ, mm-hmm. first playoff game as a Ram. Stafford to Beckham is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. JJ Watt, how about this? This is probably my favourite of all these storylines. Ten weeks ago, he had a, a shoulder reconstruction. Two and a half months back in there. Uh, didn't have a huge impact in the yeah, game. Yeah, I think he got one sack. Yeah, but he was double teamed the entire game. So he yeah. did his job. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're, talking of, we're talking about a multiple defensive. Um, he had three tackles, one solo, no sacks. Um, no sacks, no sacks. Did he get a fumble recovery? Uh, what he, co- he, he caused. There was a tackle for a loss. He caused. I think he caused a fumble that they recovered. Um, yeah, but right. I would have thought with him getting doubled that Chandler Jones might have had a bit of a better day. But Yeah, interesting this year. You know, we spoke about it at the start of the year. They couldn't cover anyone. I think it was the biggest issue yeah. in this game. They, they, would, they doubled yeah. Co- um, Cooper um, yeah. a cup and this a lot, but then they opened up OBJ just to feast. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Tyler Higby was good. Van Jefferson yeah. was good. They've got all the weapons. You know what was good to see out of the Rams? Cam Akers back 
running like he, he after looks, an Achilles. He just looks a step quicker than everyone else out there. Yeah. It helps not playing Talk. seventeen games in a, in a season. It but doesn't yeah. help tearing your Achilles before. <laughs> true, that. true. But his legs were fresh. Is my point. I guess. I guess he, the way that he he was cutting on a dime, throwing spin yeah. moves out there, trucking yeah. Buddha backer. Buddha is okay. Good Buddha's to see. Okay. Good to see. Yeah, uh, that was a huge hit, wasn't yeah. it? Well, uh, Nick Nick Bolso was the other bad one. Um, Bosa from the week. Uh, so he's also looking good and back at practice. Good, good nice. to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. Uh, Rams, Rams win convincingly in SoFi Stadium. Boys, divisional round, eight teams left. Some massive, massive um, matchups coming back uh, to our screens. We've got two here mm. Sunday morning, our time, and mm-hmm. two on Monday. So uh, it works out well from a, a um, timing perspective. Monks, if you wouldn't mind getting some odds, please. Uh, for these uh, four games upcoming this weekend. Titans and Packers have had a week off. So the Titans will play the Bengals at home. Uh, Derek Henry is practicing. Back at he practice. may play. Did suffer that Jones fracture, that fifth metatarsal fracture, yep. uh, half a season ago. Um, if anyone, you know... The you, king. If, if you are putting <laughs> all your money into rehabilitating one person that can change a game... Uh, you'd put it into Derek Henry, the guy that's built like an outside linebacker and runs like a running back. Uh, the the most dominant running back we've seen over the last few years. What is his status? What do we know? We are 48 hours away from the game. Maybe it will be something that gets announced uh, yeah, so the, at game time, but, so we, but the, what do we know? They've, he's been back at practice and there's, he, he and the team's basically said, uh, we'll see Saturday. They'll make a decision on Saturday. He so plays. He plays. Oh, that, that, that's my that's my opinion. It, when, it, when might de- it might depend on how the game's going. Like, hey, maybe he doesn't get his forty carries in this game. Maybe sure, they, sure. they they try to work his workload. But yeah, yeah. I think they're going to need their biggest offensive weapon uh, potentially to uh, chase points against the Bengals. Um, Can the Bengals go and, and win this game? Because I tell you what, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon—they're all looking. Very, very good offensively. Again, another team that I'm not worried about them offensively. I'm worried about them defensively. And Derrick Henry back in that squad for the Titans could really change it in their favor. Mm, mm. So I've I've picked Titans based on King the King playing and um, them getting the win here. Probably in a close hard fought battle. Um, so when I say close hard fought battle, I mean like lots of points. This could be you know 33, 31 kind of game. Um, But I I like the Titans. Titans. Historically good this season against playoff teams, so mm-hmm. they're in the playoffs now, and yeah. all, all that's left is playoff teams. So. And they've lost, they've lost to some shit teams this year. Yeah, but, but none of these are shitty teams are shit. So no, that is true. That yeah. is true. I'm gonna, I'm going to disagree. I think this is one of the harder ones to, to split this week. I'm going to go the Bengals. I love what this young offense is doing. The whole city behind them uh, after years and years and years of heartbreak. I suppose the same could be said for Nashville and the state of Tennessee. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, the, the mind goes back to that Super Bowl where they lost to the greatest show on turf by a yard. Yeah. Uh, but looking forward to this one. Uh, could go either way. Hard yeah, to well, split them. I'll, they I'll, went deep I'll, last year in the playoffs as well, and they just missed out too. I'll go, so. to, I'll go to the Bengals. Uh, whether they or not the King plays uh, may play a lot of influence into the result of this game. Months. You've got a deciding vote. You have the power here. And give uh, us some odds too. Please. Mark McGowan, if you will, the power is in your hands. Yeah. I'm just quickly checking something. And what is that, sir? Derek Henry is not on the injury report anymore. No, he's been pl- practicing. He's going uh, to play, I think. 
Yeah. Like, he, he literally, he's practiced all week. If he doesn't mm. swell up and has no pain. If he can walk, so that, he's playing. Oh, definitely. He's playing. He's, he's not going to miss out. He'll play. Yeah. Mm. Deciding, deciding vote. Bit of value yeah. around the Bengals too. It is. Um, Derek Henry changes things, but I'm not going to change my tip. I have also gone the Bengals. Oh, God. <laughs> this, is, this is close to a curse. Luckily, Sean's gone the Titans. So That's we, it. We, the, the poor people of Southern Ohio aren't going to. There's still hope. Get cursed by a bunch of three Australians that drink booze yep. um, on the other side of the world. That's um, it. But yeah, really, really looking forward to this one. It's going to be Sunday morning our time. Definitely, yeah. So odds on uh, Bengals are underdogs $2.51. Yeah. Uh, the Titans are $1.53 at the moment. We have a line of three and a half. Total match points of 47 and a half. Did we... Did we see how we went overs and unders last week? I don't think we hit on any of them. No, no, we hit a few. Mm, Scroll back up. I think we said overs for the Cowboys game, so I think we missed that one. Yeah, we missed that. Uh, but we said overs for um, Bucks and Eagles, and we hit that. We said overs for Chiefs and Steelers, we hit that. Uh, we did say overs. We for we said cards. overs for random and cards, and that, that was just it. Just fell short. Uh, essentially, I think we're three from three. So unders <laughs> overs really hard to bet on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. uh, I'd watch this game. I don't think you'd bet on the overs or unders in this one. Mm. I'd leave it alone. A game that you can put your house on, the Packers, they're going to bet the 49ers on the weekend, you'd think. Oh, big time. So <laughs> that's, a, that's our next match. Uh, it is, it they is don't a, cross that much in, in today's uh, era, do they? The old no. houses. No, so the, the, the wife and kids on it. It is a classic revenge game for Aaron Rodgers against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Historically, they, they overlooked him, and his record against the 49ers is excellent. Um, uh, except in NFC Championship games, I do <laughs> believe that the 49ers might have one at Colin Kaepernick might have something to say about it. Yes, yes. Uh, his, this I year, said historically over a long period of his career well, versus yeah, one it, game. History's but, a long time, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. You know, 100 million years, uh, according to Carbon Dating. Um, <sighs> boys, the Packers have to win this, don't they? The, the 49ers, we saw, you know, the, a great... It's at the Frozen Tundra. A, a great run defense. Defense against the Cowboys kind of came out of nowhere a little bit. Not the best team in their division. Uh, The Packers a week off. Possibly Aaron Rodgers last year there. He'll be hungry. Um, I'm a Packers fan. I'm highly biased. I imagine the odds reflect my thoughts, but I would think Green Bay will be pretty short favourites and should get the job done here. We have seen weirder things happen. Yeah, so... uh on that um, Bosa update, as I said before, he has been back in practice. I'm not sure if his clear protocols all looking like he'll probably play. Good to hear, good to hear. Good to hear because they, they need it, the defensive guys over there. And Kyle Shanahan, a bit of a wizard. You know, he, um, mm. LaFleur and uh, McVay all on that Washington football staff that did the rounds this week. Um, yeah. In, in 2013 under Mike Shanahan there. So all there, they make up. The three of the four NFC coaches, so take that as you will. Mm. Would that mean trust. would Count Kyle as the the older head in those three? Would he have it over his younger um, counterparts? Hard to say. I don't think it matters. And Rogers on his way to fighting uh, Tom Brady for a potential another visit to the Super Bowl. So um, I'm going Packers. Long long winded way to say Packers. You want to curse him? 
They're cursed. The I Packers don't, is I don't think cursed. it's a, that much of a curse. I'll be interested to see what their odds are. So they should be favourites, but I'm it's not sure how heavy they'd be. Dollar for, $1.40. $1.40, yep. Yeah. Um, for Freer, a playoff game, that's still Freer pretty dollars. That's still pretty heavy for a playoff game. Um, I'm going to attempt the curse because um, I don't want to see – I don't want my Tampa Bay Bucks seeing them in the playoffs. I've gone packs as well, so yeah, $1.40. Uh, San Fran are out at $3.01. Um, we've got a line of 5.5, total match points of 47.5. Don't bet unders, overs. That's what we've uh, learned <laughs> throughout <laughs> here, yes. Frozen Tundra, uh, we'll see how cold it is up yeah. there in um, the northern end of Wisconsin on the weekend. This be interesting that game ends up being – because both have the two-pronged sort of rushing attacks – Going into it, whether it just becomes a grindy fest of run game, again depending mm. on the weather, if Jan- it's January windy and football. snowing, like hey, that 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 might be the option they take for it, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll see. And uh, one uh, a game that's not going to be affected by weather, you wouldn't think, will be nope. the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down there in Florida. Yeah. If it's uh, not a hurricane, I think they'll be sweet. So. <laughs> We'll it's, it's, well, it's not hurricane season. <laughs> Sorry, that should be sweet. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, Von Miller, we spoke about uh, his impact for the Rams. Yep. Uh, he, he's really uh, finding his niche uh, over there in mm. the in the states. You know, slow you know, start. You know what they say over there? Niche. Yep. Niche. He found his niche. Anyways, potato, potato. I guess he did have a slow start <laughs> with them, but he's five sacks in the last six games. He got one on the weekend yep. against. Um, Colin Murray, mm. so coming along nicely. And the reason I bring it up is a little bit of a kryptonite there for Tom Brady, um, remembering their their runs in the playoffs um, when he was at the Pats 2013, 2015, um, beating them both times in the AFC Championship game. So uh, not a huge fan in the past rush, old Tom Brady, and he's down a little bit in receiving options. Has me leading towards the Rams in this Ooh. one. So I've picked the Rams like to, like to win to win this one because I don't. If you compare this Tom Brady team to last year's, um, well, I should call them the Bucks team, not Tom Brady's team. Uh, the Bucks, Bucks last year, and then this <laughs> Bucks team. Fifty-two guys on the roster. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it, it, it's it, I think it just it's lacking some core pieces, and whether um, you know Bell stands up, and whether Evans is just a elite, and um, whether the Ramsey, tight ends. He's going to get Ramsey in, in this one. Yeah, got to think of that. So it's, I, I I don't know. I don't. I think the Rams might have their number in this one if they play a good day. I'm really looking forward to this matchup. Uh, I, I think both teams have got really good offenses, really good defenses. Uh, it mm. it to me again, bias Packers fan. It kind of seems like it's a it's a more enticing matchup. Yep. Uh, in terms of the <laughs> NFC teams, at least. Yep. Uh, I've gone the other way. I've gone the Buccaneers. Uh, Tom Brady. Hard to get, he, hard he, to argue against the guy. He's Benjamin Button. He he's, yeah. he looks hotter now than he did at twenty one, and he's you know forty eight thousand years old. So uh, I'll go the Bucks here. Even depleted, uh, short on cattle, short on troops, um, but I think they get get it done. Tom Brady's clinical this time of the year. Storyline wise, I'd mm. like to be wrong. I'd love to see Matthew Stafford. You know, go across in his first year and go from you know not winning a playoff game until last weekend uh, in his in his whole mm. career yep. uh, the the most games by far uh, out of anyone uh, to to not win a playoff game or the most touchdown passes uh, maybe most games too who knows um, I would love in terms of a storyline to to see them to go knock off the defending Super Bowl champs yep. uh, but 
I, my head says the Buccaneers. Marks one one. I imagine I know where your tip's going. <laughs> I imagine I know no, where your tip's going. I don't think yeah. any Judas at this point of the season down the end of the table. No, no, Judas? definitely not. No, I can't. Um, I I really hate this game though. Um, it's, a, it's a tough matchup. Isn't it, it? it is yeah. a tough matchup. They, they looked really, really fucking good last week. They they did. They do. Um, the uh, the, so the Rams' offense is just really electric at the moment. Um, like I said, great storyline for Stafford. Um, would hate the Bucks to knock him out because um, he'd definitely like to see him um, finally make it through to some sort of Meaningful at least games. NFC conference mm. Super Bowl. Um, and like, yeah, also with um, OBJ um, coming back, um, being productive again, um, seeing him light it up. Cooper Cup's had an awesome season. You'd want Triple him crown. to yeah. round that out as well. Um, keep pushing forward to that Super Bowl as well. Um, I'm probably not too worried about the pass rush. I'm worried about our rushing attack. Um, even with our receipts, some of our receivers out, we're still pretty productive um, throwing the ball around. Mm. Um, obviously, I have also gone the Bucks. What are the odds there? Yeah, so... Shorter than I would have expected. Um, Bucks are favourites, $1.67. The Rams are out at $2.22. We have a line of three and total match points of 48.5. A few points considering both teams have pretty stout defences. Uh, this mm. this game, like I said, it's it's more enticing, I think, than, yeah. than, than either Watch of, and enjoy. of the Saturday night games. Mm. That said, they're all enticing. And speaking of... Playoffs, AFC, oh. Bills and Chiefs. Whatever, whatever the overs are, fuck it, don't care. Put it, <laughs> put it on. Hammer it, hammer it. Uh, maybe we'll I'll, see you in a second. I can look up the the weather forecast in Kansas City. I tell you what, it didn't fucking matter last <laughs> week. What? Uh, we if, had, if it's we had clear, forty seven points from the Bills and forty two from the Chiefs. Yeah, so if it's cold, doesn't matter. No. If it's clear, not too much wind, all good. If it's snowing, different story. Uh, what if it's cloudy and with a chance of meatballs? Tasty. Uh, I haven't seen that movie. That's just something that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we're going with this. I can't segue <laughs> that in anything. Um, uh, yes, meatballs. Yeah. Oh, currently <laughs> minus 14 degrees Celsius. That's yeah. nice. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Uh, Sunday, it's, it's meant to warm up to a toasty 8, de- eight degrees. Mate, that is oh. fucking beach weather. <laughs> thousand beach points. Weather. Josh points. Allen, Patrick Mahomes, pack your board shorts, baby. We're going to Cancun. Um, I can't wait for this one. This is this is you know the the strongest teams in the AFC uh, over the last few years. Um, the Chiefs gunning to go to three Super Bowls in a row under an absolute freak of a leader in Patrick Mahomes. Andy Reid has been there, done that. Yep. The Bills, we saw all of America getting behind him last week to beat the Patriots. I imagine there will be a lot of Americans that are cheering on the Bills Mafia this week too. Um, Oh, it's hard to pick here. It's hard to pick. I'm I'm sorry, Bills Mafia. I sincerely apologize. The people of Western New York, I'd like to see it happen, but for the sake of my tipping, I'm going to go the Chiefs. I'm going to go the Chiefs, uh, and I I think they get the job done. I think we'll see the Chiefs going to three Super Bowls in a row. I'd like to be wrong. And I often am. In yes. fact, let's change often to usually. Yeah. <laughs> Just make sure you put money on the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, you know, put money on them, then Bills fucking walking in, don't they? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> For that reason, that's why I picked the Bills. I like <laughs> it. I like no. it. It's I've, good yeah. to disagree on the SQ. <laughs> so often we're agreeing with each other. And Very I've, true. No real reason to pick the Bills. Um, I think both teams. 
to me, kind of remind themselves, remind each other of themselves. Electric offensive, they've got the weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Um, defense, maybe lacking a few pieces at a few spots, but they're still both. Well, you like good, the Bills' so. defense more than the Chiefs, wouldn't you? Yes, I, th- I do like their secondary mm. um, a fair bit. Maybe not their front seven as much. Um, we, we spoke about uh, Michael Hyde earlier, Jordan Poyer. I think yep. both of those guys got pro, pro Bowl nods, yep. which is uh, pretty mm. crazy for, for two safeties from one team to, to get the um, the accolades there. Are, th- are those two going to make the difference in this? I don't think so. I think it's just going to be an absolute – they'll sling it out, gunslinger. Might come down to the last couple of minutes and whoever scores last wins. Um, but I'm expecting a lot of points. Maybe like may- Bills and overs. Yeah, Bills and overs. Uh, maybe well, I just say overs doesn't matter. I, I pick the Bills, but I think it's going to be too close to say bet on it. But just whatever the overs is, take it because it's probably going to be it's an fucking high. <laughs> well, I think the scores in this, you know, potentially is going to be a forty forty kind of game. I think it'll be about eighty points scored. Eighty points. So so if yeah, the over well, if the overs are fifty five, then yeah, I'd still take it. 53 and a half. I'll give you my yeah, don't mistake me. We'll jump ahead. <laughs> so the overs is, yeah, 53 and a half. Um, on top of that, we have a line of one and a half. You're not, going, you're not, you're not touching that. You're not touching that. Why no would you? Just, I pick, just pick a head-to-head, which is? Yep. Uh, so head-to-head. Well, even that's a little bit hard. So well, first off, I suppose I'll give my tip. Um mm. I have also backed the Bills. Um, yeah, two on the underdogs. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, only re- only like both amazing teams. Only real reason is um, our boy Danny Rick, huge Bills fan. Oh, <laughs> so that's what's going to decide. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what's going to decide the game. That's what decided my decision. Your tip. Your tip yeah. Yeah. Um, that be- so that being said, it. yeah. Danny Ricardo has control of your tip. I get it. Yes. <laughs> Uh. Ben tell sure that. All that being said, Bills are underdogs, two dollars and four cents. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are favourites at a dollar at seventy eight. Sports bet's taking the two cents to the dollar there. Mm. Um, Look forward to it, boys. Um, divisional round. Mm. There'll be four teams left uh, in the next 48 hours. Can't wait. Uh, it's uh, the the end, well, getting close to the end of the NFL season. Every minute mm. counts out there. Um, yep. Can't wait to, to watch it all unfold as it happens in the next coming days. Yes. Um, before we move on, let's get a score check. So uh, – can you also well what we we got strikers and hurricanes currently on I think what did the strikers get one eighty eight mm-hmm. and yep. the hurricanes I think a one with that with they were sh- short batting down the yeah. order a little bit still pretty yeah, tasty Dar- for them so Darcy short and Pete Hanscom so we've got a game one twenty on. with six overs to go it was and six, they need sixty nine of thirty five yeah so still very very doable but. Very much so. We mm. did also see, uh, this is an esky curse, as it's ever happened. Yep. Uh, Naomi Osaka is gone. Yeah, lost in the tiebreaker. L- got lost to the unseated uh, American girl uh, after she was up 5-4. Can you catch the name, please, monks, of that um, of that American girl? Obviously, Naomi Osaka plays under the Japanese flag, but is essentially... American, yeah, um, but yeah, that that's a big old esky curse. There was saying, oh, an enticing matchup between Osaka and Barty. It won't eventuate uh, because Osaka's gone. Yep. We've got Amanda 
Anisimova. Anisimova, um, yep. Who, who will go through over Naomi Osaka. Uh, yeah. and, and we've got wow. Nadal. He's playing Karen. <laughs> Karen, catch it. Catch her, catch her outside. How about that? Anyway, won the first set there for Nadal, and I saw Pant got his fifty in the India South Africa game. How did they go, James? Do you want to they switch, switch the cricket over for yeah, us, please? And the Indians uh, were looking pretty good. Well, they were at that point because I think uh, Rahul also got fifty. Um, it's just whether they continued that on or not. Um, Anyways, let's let's move forward. The NBA boys, the NBA, uh, the big yes. news, I suppose. Uh, Kevin Durant, KD, the Slim Reaper at Easy Money Sniper. He will be missing four to six weeks. Um, MCL strain was a smoky, I suppose, for MVP. You still can win the MVP with six weeks out, but it does hurt your chances. I think Steph Curry is still pretty firm uh, there. Kyrie, he's been stepping up in the away games. He took thir- he, he dropped 30 in that one-point win over the Wizards. Um, it was a very, very strange game, that one, because we saw the assistant coach, Dave Vanterpool, he put his, uh, mitts, yeah. he put his <laughs> mitts on a pass from Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, just blatant cheating, really. Yeah, ball uh, was still in play, wasn't ball it? Ball was still in play, and he just did a little... Yep. Just, just pop, popped it out. <laughs> That's it, just the old Mike Tomlin on the sideline. Yeah, just, the old trip. <laughs> Didn't realise I was on the field. Didn't realise the ball was out of bounds. Well, that's pretty hard in baseball. Blatant cheating. Blatant yep. cheating. Anyways, um, if you wouldn't mind scrolling up, we had a huge, huge Martin Luther King Day. Those 12 games, four nationally te- televised. It was going up against the Rams and Cards on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. uh, Monday holiday. Over in um, the United States, uh, we saw a massive matchup uh, between the Grizzlies and the Bulls. Fourth in the West, now third, I believe, uh, versus number one in the East. A little bit of niggle in this one. We saw Steve Adams uh, pick up pick up someone. Scott Van Pelt was very uh, happy about it on on Sports <laughs> Center. He was he was saying essentially, shout out to SVP, uh, absolute champion broadcaster. Um, he was saying, if there's anyone that you want to fight in the NBA, Steve Adams is is probably at the top <laughs> at the top of uh, the top of the list that you don't want to fight. If you I, don't want to yeah, fight. I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, ja Morant, awesome as usual. We'll get to him in a second. Uh, the Hawks uh, got a little bit of revenge uh, over the Eastern uh, Conference Finals last year uh, in a mm. win over the Bucks. Uh, Trey dropped thirty and had eleven dimes in that one. The Suns. Big Dick Devin Booker, uh, forty-eight. They went absolutely nuts in the fourth quarter. They're actually down in this one, uh, going into the fourth, and and just just went went wild. And we saw the Lakers have a win against the Jazz. Uh, the Lakers got them out of a losing streak. They did lose um, yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, but mm. they are missing AD big time. This team of superstars, uh, LeBron. Ageless, absolutely ageless, yeah. uh, but probably not going as good as you'd expect. This season kind of mm. seems reminiscent of last year. It does, it does. However, if they finish fifth or sixth, you can't rule them out. You can't rule them out if everyone gets healthy. And it's a different game with AD. Mm. You know, when he comes back, oh, they, they don't have any Carmelo. Mm. 
I know it's dad's army. I know it's a lot of, you know, aging guys there, but I suppose you can't rule them out. But yeah, Lakers fans probably expecting a little bit more. Is that fair to say out of, out of what we're seeing? Uh, the healthy team is a big, yeah. is a very different thing. Indeed, indeed. Uh, there's heaps of games Wednesday night as well. So there was only the two games in between Martin Luther King Day and last night for <laughs> us. Uh, the 76ers went at it with the magic. Uh, Joel Embiid put 50 up in just 27 <laughs> minutes. He fouled out. Him and Big Mo, Mo Bamba. Mo, 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 Mo Bamba. Mo, 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 Mo Bamba. Da, 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 da. He put up 32. Uh, I was wondering where you're going with this. La, da, 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 bamba. Uh, Big Joel, he likes to take the piss out of himself and others. Um, and he did so on, on his socials. He said, Bamba couldn't couldn't guard me. He put up 50. Uh, but it also um, gave up 32 to, yeah. to Mo, who whose season high before that was 18 points. So shout out to Big Mo Bamba. Yeah. Uh, Bucks and Grizzlies going at it. Uh, ja Morant and Greek Feek, uh, very, very good. What have we got for Ja Morant MVP? He will be the most improved player in the NBA. If he's not the MVP, uh, he, he has put the Grizzlies on his back, has taken him to the third place in the West. Uh, uh, yeah. A bit of value, I'd imagine. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. What are we so talking about? I don't think he's going to win the MVP purely on name value. I think the guys ahead of him, unfortunately, will. Well, what about storylines? What about a yeah. young, up and coming point guard that can attack you in the paint? He's not a perimeter kind of dude. True. But then, you know, Steph Curry, you can talk about greatest ever shooter, the, you know, setting all the records this sure, year. Sure, like, sure. you can build a story around that, leading sure. the. Golden State potentially to another title, like, and how much does that play into it yeah. as well? Where, how far your team goes? Oh, it depends on I the mean, voting. If it's as dumb as the NFL is, then yes, probably. <laughs> what are the numbers, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind? Yeah. All right. So I guess we'll start at the top of the list. So Steph is still favorite at two dollars eighty. See, that's gone out. That's gone out thirty cents. It has. Um, after him, we've got the Greek Freak at four dollars fifty, and then Yochik, um, the Joker. At um, five fifty, um, Embiid is at eight fifty, and then we have seen uh, Moran uh, jump up the board, I believe, and he's now paying out thirteen dollars. Thirteen, it's come in, it's come in for Jar. Yeah. What's his first name? It's not Jar. Oh no, no, he's got um, a funny name. Demetrius. Yeah, oh, he's got. It's to, uh, it's Demetrius. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> It's not funny, but he's he's got like a longer name. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, it's Demetrius, isn't it? Demetrius Jamal Morant. Yeah, go go look up guys like J.R. Smith and then try to work out where the J.R. comes from. Or uh, Julio Jones. <laughs> it's not Julio. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's move forward in the other games that happened today. The Bulls finally broke uh, their losing streak. Um, Came back to earth a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they have. We'll look at the standings in just a second. Uh, obviously, uh, Zach Zach Levine being out uh, hurts him a little bit, but it does look like there's no structural damage. He did. Uh, he he walked off the court mm-hmm. against the Warriors, but I think he'll be back in the coming weeks. We did see the return of the White Mamba, Alex Caruso, today uh, as they got off the off their losing streak against the Cavs, Mavs, Raptors, Luca. Good. <laughs> he had 41, 14, and 7. He's an absolute freak. Yep. Uh, and speaking of freaks, uh, and you mentioned him before, the big Serb, our favourite joker, yep. Nikola Jokic. Uh, 40, our favourite Serb, let's put it away. 49, 14, <laughs> and 10. Uh, 
I know a few nice serves. Um, <laughs> um, sporting arena. Yeah. But anyway, keep well, this sticking. guy, this guy, this is going good. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and an absolute, an absolute weapon. Obviously, the defending MVP. Yeah. Have we seen a centre that's not so like he's obviously can score, but so good defensively and so good at dishing out the ball? Uh, it obviously none of us are old enough to to have seen uh, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Well, I saw a little bit, but not that much. When you're alive, <laughs> uh, yeah, true, true. true. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was like watching him. I don't know if it's yeah, even yeah. fair to com- to compare, but uh, he's he's just doing things that other big men can't do. Yeah, yeah. Well, Abid's probably the only one currently. In that same sort of vein, mm, but, uh, but defensively, <laughs> you gave up a little bit of points. So. Well, and when Embiid puts up a triple double with when he has forty nine points, he, mm. I know he did have the fifty and twenty seven minutes, but doing yeah. the other things uh, around yes. the court, you, you don't really see Embiid dishing it out uh, like like the Joker does. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the best Joker, you know, kind of makes you wonder: is it Heath Ledger? Is it Joaquin Phoenix? Is it Jack Nicholson? <laughs> does, does that have <laughs> Phoenix one? doesn't get a mention, bro? So. I thought it was a good movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting movie. Yes. Mm. Anyways, has nothing to do with sport. Let's move forward. <laughs> uh, the Indiana Pacers, Indiana Pacers upset the Lakers. Uh, however, LeBron did get his ten thousandth board. Ten thousand. Uh, first player ever with thirty k points, ten k boards, and nine k assists. He's probably the way he's going. Ageless. We talk about Tom Brady being ageless. Uh, does LeBron get 10,000 dimes and become, obviously, the first player ever to have 30, 10, and 10? How far away is he? Uh, we, he's only just sort of past 9,000, so he needs 1,000 assists. So that's at least two seasons. Mm. He's at least got another year because, again, he's he's going to try and play with his son. That's that's his goal. He looks point. fine, man. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's ageless. He's a so freak. Yeah, yeah. he... he I think he'll be fine to play another few years. Mm-hmm. And then the GOAT argument, which well, you could start your own podcast about, uh, will really, <laughs> really ignite. There's also nothing to say that he can't be a role player for five years. Like, Sure, yeah, yeah. He can just come off the bench and play but 10 But the thing 10, is, 10. he's fucking 38 and he's the best player on the Raptors. <laughs> yeah. uh, on the Raptors. <laughs> on, the Raptors. <laughs> on the Lakers. I was just looking at, uh, at the Raptors. Ah, yeah, the wise crossover sometimes in my mind. Um, yeah, he's, he's an absolute... Absolute freak. And we, we saw, you know, uh, KD going down. LeBron, never he's never really been hurt. Like no, uh, he's, no, had, he's had a niggles. He's had niggles, had niggles, but nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know, last year missed a few games, but, yeah, but never, no. um, you know, done done a, uh, a, a major injury. So you have to admire um, the physical specimen that he is. Yeah, touching on wood, no commentator's curse there. Sure, sure. Monks, what do you got for us? Uh, I just want to confirm. Uh, LeBron's assists nine thousand nine hundred and eight. There you go. Not that far away. Does that include playoffs? Ooh, good question. Mm, that might be the stat. That probably. It, it depends. Players. Some uh, leagues. No, don't regular need... season. Regular season. Regu- yeah. Regular season. So yeah. he's going to get. He's going to yeah. get it. There you go. Yeah. He needs ninety odd assists to go. Yeah, he's he is a weapon, and the fact that people hate on LeBron, I've been vocal about it before, but. You can't hate on him. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the best athletes that's ever uh, graced planet Earth. So shout out to you, King, King James. Interesting. There was another Pacers game today. Um, they pl- 
They forced the Warriors to take him into overtime. Um, pay, did, was, did also lose, but they were missing four of their stars. They were paying seven so. to one. I saw, yeah. uh, I saw at the start wow. of the I thought, geez, that's, that's a bit of value there. Uh, Clay's still going out there, playing about 20s, yeah. looking really good. Um, that you know, Obviously, his workload's going to increase mm-hmm. um, as the season moves forwards. Um, but, yeah, the, the, the Pacers uh, really stuck it to the Warriors there. Let's have a look at these standings. We did see this week with um, you know the Bulls going on that little losing streak. Yep, a lot of the teams in the East catching up: the Heat, the Nets, the Bucks, all nipping at the heels. Um, and then, yeah, as we move down the Eastern Conference standings, uh, the 76ers in fifth. It does make you wonder if it's, ben, it, it's if all ben Simmons was healthy and you know maybe. participating. Well, it's all pretty close until you get down to maybe the Hornets who are probably two games away from everyone else. Yeah, top six looks pretty good. How good are the Cavs? We've spoken about it before on the Esky, but uh, the the Cavs really uh, impressing. No one really expected them to be this good this year. Uh, And a team, you know, that's kind of been disappointing uh, after going to the Eastern Conference Finals last year is the Atlanta Hawks. They sit in 12th at 19 and 25. As we move down into the West, the Phoenix Suns, have taken a little bit of a lead over the Golden State Warriors. We've spoken at length about how good the Memphis Grizzlies have been. Uh, And then the Jazz and Mavs, they'll all be there. And then a three-game drop-off before you get down to the Nugs, Wolves, Lakers and Clippers. And then a big drop-off down to to 10th with Portland. They're four games behind the Clippers. So maybe that last spot in the play-in is going to be hotly contested. Uh, You know, there might be that one spot. Also... It's fucking January. Like, there's so much. There's still so much still to go. So but much still to go. You look at that and you start thinking the Suns and Warriors, maybe you can probably throw Grizzlies in there a little bit. They're, they're a step ahead of where everyone else is currently. So, what have yeah. you got? Uh, anything there on Ben Simmons? No, no, no new news. No Nothing new news s- yet. Yep. Is he getting fined? I'm just getting fined. Yeah. Yep. Each game he misses, probably. More than what we make in a year combined, all three of us. That's an uh, interesting uh, yes. take on capitalism, isn't it? Um, yeah, not that I'm a you know, socialist or anything. <laughs> go back to Russia. <laughs> Slow down if you wouldn't, monks. We'll go to uh, from one round ball sport that we like to the other one that we let's, like. Let's just update the India-South Africa game because yeah. – uh, um, our boy Pant, he got 85. 85 yeah, dismissed for 85, 492 with 15 overs to go. Yeah. This is this screams of 300. Yeah, and 300 plus. Rahul got 55 as well, and they both got out right at the same time as well. So, a bit unfortunate there for for them, um, but that's where they currently are in that match. And Monks, do you want to switch back to the Hurricanes? We'll see the end of that. That's uh, two future captains of India we're talking about in Kale Rahul and Rishabh Pant. Hot yeah. take here on the Pro- Esky. Probably competing yep. against each other, yeah, for the foreseeable future. What have we got Very here with uh, F- Everton, the Toffees, they sacked uh, their coach of only six and a half months, Rafael Benitez. Yeah. Uh, they, they are running a dismal, dismal 16th. Uh, Frank Lampard, his name's been thrown in, uh, in the mix to take over. Or Everton... Legend before he went over to uh, the Red Devils, Wayne Rooney. He's a scouse boy. Uh, imagine if he gets it. Uh, obviously, debuted as a sixteen-year-old. I think um, he's coaching one of their. Um, he's not, well, obviously not coaching the head team, but he's coaching one of their um, feeder clubs or the, all their second-tier team currently at the moment. I think he was coaching, captaining them at one point as well. 
Yeah, he was. Uh, Derby County. Derby. You know, a little bit of Scouts from Liverpool. <laughs> Um, I think he's actually turning that team around as well. Um, mm-hmm. yep. He's been doing real well uh, managing them. So, yeah. been good chat um, about him. So, how old is he? Thirty six. Thirty six. Yeah, he was so good at so young. Yeah, yeah. That's nuts. He's only a few years older uh, than us. Yeah, let that sink in, boys. Um, yeah. So a, a big question mark. I think they did announce uh, that there will be a caretaker. Till the mm-hmm. end of the season, um, but yeah, yeah makes sense. Big, big news uh, to see. Imagine if they get fucking relegated. They have definitely been in the top flight for the Premier League. Well, era. Might, have to, might have to check the standings. I think they're going to be okay because uh, the, th- the three teams that are b- below them have been struggling um, a fair bit uh, throughout the year. So I th- think they may be okay. Four teams below. Yeah, well, officially four teams, but the three, <laughs> sorry, the three in the regulation area is what I was talking about. Okay, relegation, relegation. Yes. I'm with you, I'm with you. The three currently in the, <laughs> the being relegated. Relegation. Yes, are going to be, yeah, I knew there was four between them. There's 20 teams in there. Regulated? Yeah, they're getting regulated. Yeah, they're getting regulated. <laughs> Where's your fucking checkbook? All right, it's insane, uh, we did bro. have a lot of EPL games uh, during the week. Uh, boys, the Spurs-Foxes <laughs> game yesterday was Fucking mental. Uh, Fo- Foxes were up 2-1, what, 90 minutes plus five? Mm. Uh, and then uh, Stephen Bergfine, the, the flying Dutchman, comes in and knocks one in, picks up, you know, the old pick up the ball, let's get it yep. back, make him kick off. And then they, they turned it over and then Harry Kane put through a lovely through pass for, for Bergvine to go through and, Wheels. and win 3-2. Cut it back, put it in the bottom left corner. Yep. Um, yep. Last, last like couple seconds of injury time as well. Like Ridicu- ridiculous. <laughs> if they turn it over, they blow the whistle. The you know, it's all done. So Spurs, yeah. Spurs going in the right direction. They're um, they're on a, a bit of a, a win streak at the moment. Harry Kane got his two hundred fiftieth club goal in that mm-hmm. one. Uh, United three one over Brentford. Uh, a really boring as batshit first half in that one. Uh, before. Uh, the, um, the Red Devils really opened up. Anthony um, Elanga, the 19-year-old Swede, he had a nice little uh, kind of FIFA-esque-ish mm-hmm. goal in terms mm-hmm. of FIFA, the uh, the video game. Like a little touch on the on the head, a little chip of the keeper, put it in 19 years old. Ronaldo, the fierce competitor <laughs> that, he, that he is, um, <laughs> he was unhappy about getting dragged with 10 minutes to go, being up to zip. <laughs> That's what you want to see out of, um, you know... A thirty-seven-year-old yep. fucking uh, goat. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if he's got some uh, incentives goal-related in his contract. So does he need any more pool. money? Um, yeah, pro- true. Needs wants. I guess that's a exercise we did in primary school. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. City beat Chelsea. They have solidified their lead. Uh, I don't think anyone can catch them now. Monks, have you got the this the uh, the yes. table there? Uh, I believe they've got, what, 11, 10, 11 points clear of Liverpool? 11, 11 points 11 clear points of there, Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool do have a game in hand, but you'd look, there's still you know 16 regular season games to go there for City, so who knows, who knows. But Arsenal slid down a little bit with Tottenham jumping in there. Well, I'll tell you what, switch spots. That, that race for fourth, because yeah, seven, Chelsea's seven, seven points clear of the Hammers, um, yeah, top three sorted. They're in fourth. Spurs have got three games in hand, 
behind West Ham and they're only a point behind. Mm-hmm. So they'd be the mm-hmm. favourite to, to sneak into that top four uh, at the midway point of the season. Uh, they are followed by Gunners and United, um, a point behind them. But uh, yeah, Tottenham uh, definitely in the last month have been doing the right things. Mm. Um, Africa Cup of Nations, well, boys. Check the bottom of that table. Just so you, oh, you, you want to see Everton? Uh, 19. 19. They're five clear of Watford on 14, and then Norwich, Six Newcastle. That's, the, that's what they're worried about. They've got two games ahead of Nor- uh, in hand against Norwich as well. So A lot a lot of football still to be played. Yeah. Africa Cup of Nations, boys. Uh, <laughs> some big teams missing out. How Egypt do, maybe? They're through. They're through. They came second in in uh, in their group. They're still alive. Can you bring up the uh, the round of sixteen bracket there, if you wouldn't mind? I uh, did put an almighty Mickey on them. Them dropping their first game. It was against Nigeria, I believe. It was pretty fucking strong. Uh, but in terms of strong teams that missing out, Ghana missed out. We did see him in the World Cup quarterfinals a few years ago. Uh, big, you know, African powerhouses in Gabon and Comoros going through. <laughs> Uh, it's actually a bit of a spicy game between Ghana and Gabon. Um, the the captain, I think, Ayu, he got sent. He got sent for the Ghanaians right at the end. Gabon trying to channel Brazil, just ripping off their kit big time, like just just yellow, blue, blue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Algeria, um, they 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 failed to qualify for the round of sixteen, which uh, is happening over the weekend. Yep. We've got Burkina Faso and Gabon, Nigeria, Tunisia, two teams that have got a big history. Senegal mm-hmm. and Cap Verde, uh, a little little nation off the off the west. Co- it's actually off Senegal. Uh, mm-hmm. It's uh, about four hundred thousand people. Maybe a little rivalry um, there. Yeah, yeah. That that their ports so. speak Portuguese. Um, about the population mm-hmm. of of our little town here in Canberra. Interesting to see them make. Round of 16, Mali, mm-hmm. Equatorial Guinea. Uh, Equatorial Guinea, a, a tiny, tiny nation. Guinea, yep. Gambia. Uh, and then Cameroon, Comoros. Cameroos, a tiny little little, little nation. Ivory Coast, Egypt, that's the big That's the taste. I, I scrolled down that list and I was like, ooh, that's the taste. That's that. massive. <laughs> that is massive. Uh, and Morocco, Malawi, uh, Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, so into the round of 16, um, been, it's been a weird, weird tournament so far. We obviously saw last week uh, that the bungle with uh, with the timing and uh, yeah, a few fists getting thrown around between Gabon and Ghana. Speaking of big African boys throwing some fists, <laughs> <laughs> segue of the century. The UFC two seventy is what forty eight hours away. Ding yep. ding, uh, the champ versus the interim champ, Francis Ngano. Cyril Garner, I, I insist it's Garner. Uh, yep. I do listen to a podcast called Weighing In, uh, one of the biggest MMA podcasts in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh the Punk Thompson, accomplished fighter, obviously very high fight IQ. IQ. Yep. He likes to call Cyril cereal. Cereal, as in Fruit Loops, Rock Bottles, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, Weepix. Um, so, yeah, I can't really get a read on the pronunciation. I do believe it's Garner uh, mm-hmm. in, you know, in the French, in the as you know, as you yeah, would, yeah. Uh, but I'm following uh, but you. he's happy with Gar- he's happy with Garn, which yep. is is uh, I, b- I believe how Rogan uh, was pronouncing it, mm. and he's happy even if you were to rhyme it with Bane Gain Cyril Gain. That's how I was saying it. So, <laughs> what's he got to gain out of this fight? Well, he could gain become the, the champion. He could gain the heavyweight yep. champion like of the world. We've seen Francis Ngannou. He's he's visibly pissed off about 
Cyril even being allowed to be the interim champ here. He's been going back yeah. and forth with Dana. A whole lot of nothing. Yep. Um, who do we like here? In terms of knockout power, both of these guys, they're two of the baddest motherfuckers in the world. Mm. Uh, what are we thinking here, lads? It's hard to get a read on this fight because you, you, you take it out of the way, like, hey, there's going to be fireworks that need to come out guns blazing. But I don't think where they are in the rankings, where they are in terms of the, the sport, I think it's going to be more calculated than so it wouldn't surprise me if the first round is actually very slow and feeling it out. Don't think well, this is going to... We saw that in, in, in Ghana and Lewis, didn't, didn't yeah. we? Uh, I, really I, I think that was one extreme to one end and Nagano, I think, was a little bit gun-shy after losing to Stipe mm. Um, mm. previously uh, coming I mean, into that. When, when Ngano went back at Stipe, we saw the complete opposite. Yeah. Like just absolutely. He needed his confidence back. Bombs. So, yeah. yeah. So... And I think Nagano knows that, and I think they—I think there's going to be a general respect there. They are former teammates; mm. um, they understand what each is capable of. Cyril so, was talking shit on on socials, showing I can take him down and yeah. shit. They was, they was I don't know. Together. I I, I I think that's probably going to be a non-factor in this. I don't I don't think that's really going to play too much. I, I could be completely wrong with that, mm. but I'd, I don't think either of these guys historically have. That played is that their game plan. Came I don't think either of them wants, wants them to go to the ground. No, so mm. I, I think it, it might start off as a very tactical um, fight, and as they get more tired, probably through the second round, maybe they get more loose, and you start seeing the bazookas come out, and you know who knows at that point. It's, that's, that's what it, everyone wants to say, yeah. is it not the bazookas? Yeah, pretty much, definitely. The, will it be in the first minute? Maybe they'll have be a quick um, fury, like flurry, sorry, mm. um, and whether that kind of leads. You know how the direction of it, or whether I th- I think they'll be conservative. I think it'll be conservative for the first round, and then probably second round. Whoever lands that bazooka is gonna gonna win this. Interesting Freudian slip there of yours uh, regarding fury and flurries. Yes, uh, <laughs> flurries, if you will. Um, Francis Ngano has mm. been talking up that he might want out of the UFC. He wants to get paid, and he mm. he's well, he wants out. boxing options at least. So yeah, could he? Go in the ring in like against the Tyson Fury. That's that's who he wants. He wants he wants like a hundred million dollar fight. Who knows? Who knows? I, I did say vi- surely not. Like we're talking about one of the best boxers of all time in the heavy. You, you can't just jump across as skillful as Francis is and <coughs> Conor McGregor, <laughs> Jake <laughs> Logan Paul <laughs> fighting Floyd. <laughs> I guess. I guess maybe yeah. he can. Maybe he can make his bank, and he deserves it. He deserves yeah, it. yeah, exactly. I, I think it's purely a, a money prize fight at this point, and. Uh, it, it's not like he's going to be fighting for a title. I don't sure. think think that's kind of the angle no, you'd be no. going at. But mm. hey, you know that that'll put bums in seats. People mm. want to mm. see eyeballs, eyeballs, etc. Exactly. But you you see what you know the bronze bomber like uh, Wilder mm. has just as much power, um, if not the, very similar to what Nagano is. And, you and know, he's a boxer. Yeah, and he's 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 been a boxer for many years compared mm. to what Nagano has been doing. So. Mm. Anyways, mm. that's that's all. Oh, well, to finish your Fury point, I did I did see uh, Joseph Parker from New Zealand and Sonny Bill, both the Kiwi boys, up uh, doing sparring with mm. uh, Tyson Fury. Yeah. So it was good to see that they came through and they're actually doing that. So how about Tyson just has the people's body as oh. well, doesn't he? <laughs> like, let's be honest, he's the, tall. The dad bod. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's fat. He's <laughs> fat, and he's one of the baddest motherfuckers to ever walk on planet Earth. Yeah, well, mm. you, the Gypsy King. Yeah, you, sh- you show Klitschko and you show Wilder and you put those pictures and you put Fury in the middle and then you say, this bloke beat the other two. Yes. You're just like... Smash them up. What? How what? can you pick what? that? 
Anyways, enough about Tyson Fury and his mad dad rig. Uh, so yeah, uh, back to the fight. We, we, oh, we I'm fight this weekend. Gonna pick Nangano. It's interesting because I'm going Nangano too, but the odds possibly a little bit surprising. Monks, what have you got? Mm. Um, this is a really hard one for me to pick as well. I think it's heavyweights, bro. <laughs> anything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, that being said, I'm probably leaning towards Ngano if it goes one, two rounds. Anything past the second round, I think it's going to be... Um, Got to remember Ngano's been five. Um, yeah. Cyril hasn't, so... This isn't going five. Is it going five? I don't think so. It, it's not... I don't think if it's, it's going five, it's not going to be that entertaining. Yeah, I don't think it's a technical kind of no. wrestle match like you would get with DC and mm. Stipe. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. it's a different... Style and that this this I don't think leads to that at all. It's stand up bombing. Uh, it is. I think even, so. Gun Gun's gone longer distances in his fights. Mm-hmm. Um, undefeated, by length. the way. Undefeated. Yeah. Um, uh, so he he's usually going through to that third, fifth round in those types of fights. Mm. Uh, whereas Ngannou, besides the fight with um, Steve you know, A. Stipe and um, Lewis going the distance, he's. Everything's like finished first, ago, second so. round. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So in recent times, it's he's always been in that one, two round. I don't know if he can get past that third into the championship rounds. <laughs> mm. Again, it might not matter. It so. might not matter. Well, that's what I'm saying. If it's if it's within the first two rounds, it's probably leaning a little bit more to Ngannou. Heading into the championship rounds, it's probably leaning a bit, little bit more towards um, Ghana with probably a little bit more technical striking, Yeah, I've I guess. Can you have a look at those odds? Because... Uh, Ghana is actually favourite in this one, and I mean, you know too, what? Too, I, too many people sleeping on Ngano, I think. Is I, I I agree. Yeah. What I have agree. you done recently for me? I agree. What have you got there? Well, have you checked out the new Jackass trailer? Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> Francis in there. The yeah. Jackass boys. I was watching it last yeah. night. Johnny Knoxville's got grey hair and shit. <laughs> it's weird. It's cool. It uh, is cool. At least um, it makes us feel semi-young, but yeah. old at the same time. Sleeping over at each other's houses like, you know, 12 years old. Watching <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ride skateboards. Crash into a bush out in front of David Stoko's house. Let's go. That's it. Uh, well, one one of my favouritest memories is your Favourite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I made a word. Favouritest. Fucking oath. Let's go. We're 12. Uh, <laughs> uh, your old, old man Nothing coming changed. in and walking in like, what's this shit you're watching? And then he watches, wa- and he watches one skit and he's and just like, laughing his head And we all found out down the track they were all f- fucked up on drugs the whole time. <laughs> which anyone that was an adult could, could have watched that and said, yeah, probably. You know, makes sense. Makes yeah, sense. Probably, that's probably. right. It's not just liquid courage. <laughs> Anyways, moral of that four. Uh, yeah. Shout out. <laughs> Can we get a sponsor off them if we tell everyone to go watch watch yes. it when it hits the cinemas? We'll we'll be be you, we will be the favourite yeah. podcast for your sponsorship. If you uh, want to, if you want to throw an overhand right, and I'll take one for let's say mm, 150 bucks. <laughs> 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 That's not even going to cost uh, cover the hospital bill. <laughs> teeth, teeth probably five grand. That's it. Mm-hmm. Moral of the story about all this. Ngannou is, in terms of method and round combo, is favourites at a dollar fifty, $4.50 um, for the knockout first round. He is the underdog um, in the head-to-head at $2.18. Agane is out at or in at $1.65. Um, what, have you got unders overs on rounds? Because I would love to know what the unders are. On I don't know if they do that on rounds. I th- they should do it. They should do it. Um, Putting you to work here. 
Yeah. And you know what? Interesting story out of this one as well. Mm. Ghana, obviously out of France, in Ghana, spent a lot of time in France, Cameroonian um, beforehand. So we're going to have whatever happens, a French-speaking heavyweight champion. Yes. Mm. Even though they're both champs anyways, as it is. But little tidbit. One's a paper champ, one's the official one. Whoever wins this will be the... We'll retain the official belt as the, the number one. Do you think Francis is legitimately pissed off at the UFC or is it all... Oh, he should be, yeah. yeah. Getting up, getting paid enough and then they've made some paperweight champ. But mm. you look at the UFC's angle, they're like, hey, I've made, we've made this awesome steroids... St- um, storyline, not steroids. <laughs> storyline. <laughs> steroids in UFC. <laughs> I wouldn't read about it. Yeah, storyline where they've, hey, we've got another guy that was at your gym, used to train with him. Now has your your old team training them. Yep. You've got a new mm. team. You, you're both champions, both out of France, etc. Like, mm. yeah, they've, they've created that storyline there. And for them, that's like, hey, that puts bums on the seats. People will tune in oh, for the first first pay per view of the year because um, it's pretty weak outside the title fights um, for this one. So, which we'll get to in just a second. Unders mm. overs. Yeah, so do have an unders overs. So rounds one, two, three versus four, five decision. Um, we have rounds one, two, three at a dollar fifty six. Four, five, six is at two dollars thirty three. Six round. Four, five, six. Four, five decision. <laughs> you said six. I did say six. <laughs> Uh, um, I don't mind that. One, two, three. Teach me yeah. math. I mean, yeah, that, that being said. Um, Five, six, come on, get your kids. You don't need money. If you look like this, honey. You don't need that 150, oh, baby, for, some, for you. So anyway. What? <laughs> no, keep going. Let's move forward, boys. Yep. Uh, that's a heavyweight <laughs> fight. Uh, either way, uh, can't wait to watch that. There'll be uh, scenes regardless of oh, who wins. Uh, t- speaking of scenes... Uh, going from one end of the spectrum, the big boys to the Two little entertaining boys, ones. and definitely no less entertaining. Brandon Marino uh, taking on Deverson Figueredo in the flyweight trilogy. Uh, we saw Figueredo, uh, former champ Marino, took it off him in the last fight uh, to become the flyweight champ. It's one apiece uh, trilogy. Now Marino, a lot younger. Yes, than Figueredo, the def. He's, yeah. he's I think got, the first went to draw, and that's why they had the second. And then um, there's some chat that maybe Figueroa kind of um, uh, didn't take his opponent seriously. Yes, uh, and Marino really did dominate that that second fight. So it'd be interesting to see mm. if reinvigorated, refocused Figueroa comes out in this, and uh, we get an absolute barn burner of a fight because I think mm. that's what we. We're hoping the second one would be like the first where it ended up in a draw. So, hey, oh, again, another one that's super hard to pick because they're both killers. Like it's um, hard to kind of split them. I kind of maybe leaning towards Figueroa kind of retaining his belt, really? and it wouldn't surprise me if there's a fourth fight. These guys fight for the next ten years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then the flip side of that, I think. Marina really outclassed him in the last one, really yep. dominated him, got into the positions he wanted and finished it off. So, I'd say flip a coin here. Um, which, which size is it landing on? Heads or tails? I'm going to stick with what I did in the last one and say the champion retains. Marina to retain as champ. I agree. He's, he's younger. He's a defending champ. Uh, you know, nothing against uh, Figueredo, but... Uh, I think Miranda looked a lot better in the last fight. I'll go Brandon here to bring mm. a belt 
back to Mexico. Yeah. My concern is that last fight maybe just so misleading though, because I I don't th- I don't think it's going to no, be. Put your balls out. Take Figueroa. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very close. <laughs> Put them on the fucking chopping block. Yeah, yeah. It's be a small chopping block. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm close. Like, I'm, I'm very close to leaning that way. But I think Marina maybe slightly still has has it. But yeah, I think that second fight just forget it ever happened. Because um, yep. I think it's that misleading. Please, like, it's the coach. Exactly. If they're, if they're coming off that draw again, I, I think that's still where they're at. They're like they're, they're so close for what they both do that it's really hard to pick a, a, a diff like a, a winner from it. So go to the, I'll go, stick go with go the I'll draw. Stick, then I'll, I'll stick. With, then. I'll stick with the champ <laughs> to retain. Um, but it, it, it could, yep. again, it could go either way. Put your balls on the table. That's an even smaller I, I, block, so... Oh, oh, please. Come on now. I need to keep mine, by the way. Um, <laughs> at, least for, at, least, at least for a couple of years. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, Yours I think... might be in danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please don't neuter me. <laughs> oh, this is taking a turn. Yeah, let's, uh, let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling. Uh, yeah, Your I think... Pick, please. Yeah, this is one of those fights where um, Figueroa really needs to beat Moreno hands down like... Moreno, I'm not going to say he can coast, but you need to beat the champ to be the champ sort of mm. sort of thing. Um, so if it goes to decision, I, I'm, I'm probably leaning more towards Moreno at this point as well. Um, and what do the bookies think? Yeah, so he is favourite um, in the head's head at $1.51. Uh, with Figueroa sitting out at $2.44. Um, that being said... Um, this, goes, this goes the distance, I think. I think uh, if, if the last fight's anything to go off, I reckon... Yeah. Uh, you, you see, uh, you know, the, the smaller boys, they got a lot in the tank. They probably lack a little bit of knockout power. Um, I think mm. this might go a few rounds. That's it, yeah. So um, to that method of victory, um, we've got um, Brendan Marino favourite at $3.75 for the um, decision. decision. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, method and round combo, uh, we've got Figueredo as favourite for the TKO in the first round at tw- uh, $12, the favourite there. If you want to throw a bit of money, uh, interesting. Odd. It's pretty rare to see flyweights um, do it in the first round. Mm. So that's the two championship fights. Yep. Uh, the undercard, as we said, is kind of underwhelming. We don't have any ranked fighters uh, in, in, in the main card or the undercard. We will quickly mention the other two fights on the main card. Yeah, there's a middleweight fight, I think, as well on that. But, again, guys, even more less known than these two. Um, so We've yep. got uh, Mikel Pereira out of Brazil uh, taking on Andre Fialo. Uh, both unranked. This will be the lead-up into the two f- title fights. Pereira uh, famously known for his uh, spinning shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like capoeira back, style. Yeah. Backflips, yeah. spinning back kicks. Jumping off the cage, all sorts of shit. So... So Very unorthodox. Entertainer, uh, that's at welterweight. <laughs> um, and then we've got Cody Stammen taking on Sayed Nemergamedov uh, in bantamweight, mm-hmm. both unranked. Apparently, Sayed not related to Khabib. You'd imagine, uh, you know, both Dagestani going back far enough, uh, there would be some kind of relation, uh, but not, not immediately related. However, does train out of the same gym? Does I believe so. Yeah, I believe they, they all overlap with the Dagestanis uh, coming out of there. they They've all competed at one point or another against each other. 
Anyone that's whose surname is Nemegamenov, I would hate to bet against. <laughs> obviously, I agree with. Don't know too much that. about him, but uh, yeah, the Dagestanis they go hard. Uh, that is a bantamweight fight. So both the the uh, lead ups into the total fights at welterweight and at bantamweight unranked. Quite yeah. unusual. Yeah, and the, the middleweight fight was guys that you know very very young into the divisions as well, um, and then the undercard. Didn't really have any big names as well. So I try and put bums on seats. So mm. first, I, first one of the year, I think. Yeah. The, 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 Coming yeah. off the Christmas, well, it's, you know, the whole, holidays. There's breaks. a heavyweight title, you know, heavyweight champ yeah. of the world. They've That's given enough. you, they've given you a too tasty exactly. title. And then as we go forward to 271, 272, yeah. absolutely stacked from top to bottom. Yeah, uh, so yeah. this weekend, all eyes, I suppose, on these two title fights. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Let's finish up with a bit of tennis. It's uh, the Australian Open time. It's late January. Uh, we're interested in tennis uh, for a few weeks. Everyone puts on their expert hat. Um, boys. Monks some sport. The uh, the big story, I suppose, we've alluded to it for the last few weeks. I'm sick of fucking talking about it. But mm. Novak Djokovic, uh, it did turn out uh, that his appeal was no bueno. He got sent home and as it stands, can't come back to Australia for three years. Uh, don't really want to talk about it that much. He it happened last week, so I think we covered it. And may, he might sue the Australian government, which is great because we can hear about it for fucking, what, a year <laughs> or something. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about tennis. Um, with with Novak gone, uh, Daniil Medvedev becomes a $2.50 favourite. That's pretty short, I would think, for a guy that's not named Novak Djokovic. Uh, we did see Nick Kyrgios take him on last night. Kyrgios did manage to win a set. Mm. Uh, we saw Kyrgios doing um, doing Kyrgios things, I guess, uh, against Liam Brody in the yep. first round, serving mm. through his legs. Uh, we saw the crowd doing Ronaldo soon. <laughs> um, and Medvedev not too happy about the crowd noise. Uh, it's funny. No. We're speaking about it uh, with with good friend of the Esky. Michael Steamson, tennis, mm. golf, cricket. You got to shut up. You got to when the ball comes in. Got to be mm. quiet. You got to be quiet. Imagine if it's um, you know, rugby league. Well, so- the bar- imagine the Barmy Army just around you abusing yeah. you for the, Can just the entire a, match. It's, yeah, it's a different game. It's a different game. You, yeah. In some, you've got to yeah. uh, deal with the, the the noise of the crowd. Some you don't. Uh, boys, I tell you what, for. for Hand on my heart, full honest here. Mm. Probably not the biggest Nick Kyrgios fan in the past. He's grown on me a little bit. Oh, definitely yeah. better recently with the the back and forth with the Joker as well. It's definitely back, helped him. The back and forth uh, throughout the, the bushfires uh, a couple of years ago, um, you know, real, yeah. really good in getting behind um, that, you know, s- supporting, um, you know, um, what was going on in that. Pretty good mm. throughout covid um, but yeah, he he actually was undefeated against Medvedev yeah. going into this one. Two zip. He was paying about six bucks um, and and held himself pretty well uh, for a guy that hasn't played a whole lot of tennis, uh, you know, over the last 12, 18 months. Yeah. Um, that's it. yeah well, yeah. he he was coming off um, having COVID, so he was in yeah, quarantine yeah, for, that's right. for yeah, two had, weeks. So. Had COVID the week before. Yep. So um, he didn't really so have time to prepare. Performed um, pretty well. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Do we see Medvedev taking this out, or do we see? F- I hope. Uh, I'm I'm riding uh, the the walk train. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm 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 riding the, uh, the you know 
most of the suburbs of yeah. Sydney uh, coming into this one. Uh, I can say that because I'm Italian heritage myself, but I've got Berrettini and uh, and our, our good friends across the Adriatic, uh, the, the Greeks. Uh, I've got uh, Stefanos Tsitsipas. I think one of those uh, two takes it out. As well, we've got Rafael Nadal as, ab- as we're watching about, Rafa, yep. about to win his second set against Karen Kachanov. And then the Nadal win would actually be really good for the history of tennis because uh, it would give him the extra one, which would then, give him the lead and then, and then give Joker another one to chase. To chase so. down, chase down. Yeah. We've still got Aussies in action. Kyrgios gone, but uh, Alex, the demon, demon or mm-hmm. uh, he's through yep. to the third round. He'll take on Pablo Anduja and Chris O'Connell. Who would have thought? He knocked <laughs> off uh, 13th seed David Schwartzman in straight sets. Uh, the unseeded uh, Aussie Chris O'Connell. Get the fuck around him. He's through to the third round. Wishing those two Australians all the best uh, in a Djokovic... Uh, uh, a missing, a uh, missing Joker, Joker, Joker less. Let's go, Joker less. Mm. Uh, Australian Open in the men's tournament. The ladies, Ash Barty, mm. we mentioned her before. Yep, she just beat uh, Camilla Giorgi, uh, the thirtieth seeded Italian. Uh, she did drop a few games. Uh, she only dropped three in her <laughs> first two matches. Um, so Ash Barty, the one seed, would love to see her her win an Australian Open on. Home, uh, home court, uh, you know, back home. Uh, Sam, Sam Stoza, <laughs> mm-hmm. she's still alive, baby. She's still alive. Thirty-seven <laughs> years. Make it sound like she died. No, she's still alive in the tournament. <laughs> she's only a little bit older than us. Which I is know. <laughs> kind of. Well, more, well, she's more athletic. And, uh, better looking. Has achieved something in life. So yes. good on her. Uh, the 2011 US Open winner. She threw to the second round, um, which which is good because she she's. Struggled a little bit of late, so good to see. Yeah, really, there. Well, especially and struggled in the Australian Open, being yeah. um, first round uh, in and out. So yeah, she's good got to see a, her get she's a win. Got some good Warwick Farms on her. Mm-hmm. Old Sam Stozer, who put any of that shame <laughs> on <I'd> imagine. <laughs> and young Madison English, she threw to the second round. Uh, keep an eye on her. So plenty of Aussies still about in the Oz Open. I thought we'd finish on a little bit of fun here, lads. Maybe we take one each, uh, monks. <laughs> Get YouTube open, if you wouldn't mind, to try and uh, correct us on uh, pronunciation here. Uh, we've got uh, a few of uh, of the, the seated ladies uh, from from the east, yeah. the east of Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on Veronica there, that, that J's not meant to be there, if you want to try and take... Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but <It's> essentially... Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll shoot it in now. Essentially, we're going to do a pronunciation game uh, between the boys here on the Esky. Uh, Something we excel at, by the way. Yeah, excel so. at. Yeah, it's really easy when it's like three uh, syllables. <laughs> uh, so, we have some ladies here. Uh, their flags are all red, white, and blue, as is ours. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's uh, in uh, different stripes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all seated women's players, obviously. Big fans of tennis here. Um, I, shall I go first? Yeah, go for it. All right. Uh, so, Monks, uh, hopefully you're... Which one are we going for first? Go, yeah, go to the top there. Uh, I think this is quite a good tennis player, actually. Uh, mm. Obviously, we're, you know, tennis aficionados. That's, that's good, you know, better pronunciation than what I'm about to do. Uh, we have from the Czech Republic, I think she's the fourth seed at the moment, mm. Barbara Krejcikova. Krejcikova? Krejcikova. 
Oh, we've got Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is terrible. This is, this is a good way to finish the podcast. <laughs> Oh keep, keep, keep going. You <laughs> <laughs> can't play at all. That's close. <laughs> That's fucking close. That's not bad. That's not Krechikova. Krechikova. Czech Republic. Let's go. Right. So, so if I take the second one, so yeah. the longest one there. <laughs> <laughs> that one to me is the most phonetic. Yeah. So Anastasia. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I've got that one. Um, it's uh, Pave <laughs> Kova. So. Try, try, try. Yeah. So Pave, Pave. <laughs> I, I got to be able to read it though. It's the other There's thing. a lot of red squiggly line underneath yeah, it. Yeah, because Microsoft doesn't like it. But um, I couldn't tell if it was a V or a Y to start with. Pavionkia Hamikova. Me speak English? Pavlyuchenkova. Pavlyuchenkova. Anastasia, and then her surname is said as Pavlyuchenkova. Yeah, not bad, Pavlyuchenkova. I don't know what's going on in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark's I got the Pav and the Kova bit, but the rest of it is just like me. Anas- right. Anastasia, well, I'll have a go at this. Pavlova. Do you want to type it in? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, are you going to the top or the bottom? I'll go top one. I think top I'm one. Talk, talk a little bit because I'm going to need, um, you know. Well, what's the first name, James? Start with that. Yeah. Our first name's... Right. I feel so untouched <laughs> and I need you so much. And yep. So the first name is Veronica. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yep. I don't know if you put a little bit of a swing on that, some sort of accent. Um, I feel Probably got the so east out of the three of us. Um, her last name is Kudamedov. Kudamedov. She doesn't have a video. She's not famous enough. No, oh, unlucky. Mm. Did you type... Chucky in pronunciation. Uh, yeah, I chucked him in there. Oh, not famous enough. Yeah. And then last one there, we've got Makita. <laughs> Makita? <laughs> she makes fucking, Ma- 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 fucking tools. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> 18 volt? Is it, Maca- <laughs> is it Maketa? Maketa. <laughs> this, is, this is good listening. It is. Yeah, all right, let's go Maketa. <laughs> Here we go. Vonderosa. Yeah, this is a pronunciation video. All right. Vonderosa. Disova. Von Disova? Von Disova. I want this episode over. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to play, Peppy? Maquette? Maquette? It wasn't bad, eh? Maquette. It's Maquette. Maquette. Say it again. Von. This way, Maquette Von Drosova is preparing to serve. Maquette Von Drosova. Yeah, Makita 2M. <laughs> <laughs> For, I don't know yeah. what the fuck I'm saying. Makita, uh, t- you know, 2M bloody chainsaw. So anyway. Be a good, what, good uh, spot to leave it, I reckon, tonight, boys. Uh-huh. Nadal has just won this second set there against yeah, Karin Kachanov. Do a wrap-up. Uh, Sixers won their game as well. They got the Hurricanes all out. Um, so Strikers, they, strikers, you mean? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, strikers. So Sixers play tomorrow. Sorry, yes, Strikers. <laughs> Oh, we had to have that happen. <laughs> uh, it's right at the end of. Thank you to anyone that's still with us. Um, and God in- bless you, and may God have mercy on your soul. India two thirty two with five down, with seven to go. We so will that, be back. Slow down we'll a little be bit. Back anyway. next week. Back we'll, next week. We will have four teams left in the NFL. 
Uh, cricket's quieting down a little bit. We'll have some finals to talk about in the BBC, tennis. Yep. We'll have a wrap-up of UFC 270. Mm-hmm. And then we may have a break for a week or two because someone's about to become a second-time daddy. Um, so thank you to anyone that, babies. that has uh, run through the uh, the distance with us here. Please, if you haven't already, uh, chuck us a subscribe on YouTube, on Facebook. We have a Facebook now. Yep, we have, we Facebook. have a Instagram. We have a Twitter. It's not very active, but we have one. <laughs> um, thank We're you, lads. There. I appreciate it. Episode yep. 70. Uh, 180,000. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll good, see you next week. Count. See you next week. Uh, in my head, that game about pronouncing Eastern European tennis players, a lot funnier than how it actually <laughs> actually played out. You but forgot uh, look, that it was us trying to pronounce their names. That's, so. where <laughs> I thought, that's where I thought the human might have come from. Look, it's good practice. We can only get better at this. Yeah. Um, Those red squiggly lines underneath. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway. Fucking Bill Gates <laughs> fucked yeah. us up here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, next week we'll try to pronounce uh, BBL league teams. So we'll finish with that. <laughs> Ashley Barte? Yeah. Ba- party Barty? Yes. Party Barty. Scorchers of the Purple Team, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And good night. Good see night. Ya. Goodbye. Bye.